0: Hello and welcome back to your new, never... yeah, yeah just keep going. Hello, welcome back to your new favorite podcast, MMR Talks. That has actually never happened before. And I am your host, uh, Antonio Wakaweli, joined today by Shlomo Bo. Shlomo, how you doing today? Today I am doing absolutely fantastic. Wow.
1: And I'm not even being sarcastic. Okay.
0: Okay. I really came off a little sarcastic. I'm doing
1: really great. Really,
0: really good. I'm doing fine. How about you? And we've got quite the qualified panel joining us today. So let's start off. Uh, who's joining us today via satellite?
2: Hey, I'm joining my satellite from a Russian bunker. This is Andy Moron.
0: We sent him on mission.
1: He's uh he's doing some covert stuff. Can't really get into it, but uh yeah, Andy don't, from the don't field. Talk about
0: it. I know. Andy was in the ISS just a couple of weeks ago and now he's in a in, in Russia is what they call it. And Actually we do have some Russian listeners, so I'm actually part Russian too, so shout out to my shout out to my Russian friends. And who else do we have joining us in studio today? Hey, hey! You got Liam Fitzmorris, wow, um, resident
3: film fan, and uh, buddies with these guys here. Yeah, you know? that's so right. Way better.
1: yeah. A.K. I'm a, I'm probably gonna refer to him as Fitzy the whole episode. Yeah, so. yeah I mean, you know, Liam that's yeah, me
3: too. Is just getting the legal part out. You oh know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotta get the government.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah! I want to ask everyone. Uh, actually, before we ask, what's up? I for the big for the fans of uh, MMR Talks and Mass Music Radio. Fitzy has been here. On and off, I know famously the last time I saw him was our election night coverage. You might even see, it's on YouTube, where we're talk, me and Seamus are talking, I see Andy come in, and then I see someone behind him. I'm like, oh, who's behind him? Is that, is that Shlomo? And then and then Fitzy shows up, and I'm like, oh, my God! Because I haven't seen Fitzy since we graduated high school. Antonio fangirled out. He was <laughs> starved. We, we
3: were on the front lines there.
0: We
1: were.
3: It wasn't looking too pretty that night. I I was a little overconfident. At least it worked out.
0: Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. If that's what you want to call it. Yeah, our boy yeah.
2: ended up losing the election, though, so... No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't going to say so. Uh, guys, um, uh, what's up? How's everybody doing since the last time uh, we reported in today? And um, we got also uh, pr- producer Jimmy Versace behind the scenes. I'll start it off. Things are great.
1: Uh, we have some new podcasts in the works. We started a new series of Ooh. guest DJs.
0: I've noticed. Yeah. it's so, been going
1: very well. Yeah, so uh, DJ Vo is spearheading that uh, entire production, and it's been wonderful. We've had uh, so far, we've had four DJs come in, and we are booked for the next
0: seven or eight weeks. That's great. Yeah, I I hop on the I hop on the Instagram. Sorry, I'm like, who are these guys? Are yeah. they my, are they my replacements? <laughs> no, some of the best <laughs> DJs in the entire
1: Boston area and Massachusetts. Because some of them aren't from Boston. But uh yeah, man, it's just been wonderful networking and uh, you know, I love hearing new music and uh the last three DJs have played a lot of house and club music and you know, the clubs haven't been around, so I'm in the studio like you know, I getting like flashbacks of dancing in the club and just, you know, looking forward to uh hopefully this summer getting back after it. So there's that. Betsy, how, how are you
0: doing?
3: <laughs> I'm doing good, man. Uh, still working uh, for this post-production place in New York, but I've been in Quincy for almost a year now, it feels like. And Hell it's yeah. very strange, kind of I... working so removed, but, uh, you know, we're still doing our thing.
0: Do you think they'll give you the option to uh, continue on remotely permanently? Uh, I, I think it entirely depends on the
3: clients and how they, once we go back to it, like, I don't know. If if it's safe to go in, I think people will want to have that, like, collaborative in-person yeah. experience. Yeah, absolutely. Question,
1: are you working on Projects Dolo, or you have a team working on certain uh, projects? A, a team. So, it's
3: there's, like, a 30 people in the company. Ah, oh, 40. I'm an assistant editor, so a lot of that is, like, organizing footage. and Right. Uh, then editing other... because so some of these campaigns are so big that there's so many right. spots that they have to give them to us. And so that's really fun. And I know from personal experience,
0: and I think James can attest to that too. Fitzy is a damn good editor, right, James? Absolutely. Out of all (laughs) the people that we knew from broadcasting, like if you wanted like some, something high quality done, you went right to Fitzy. <laughs> I and I imagine, that.
1: you know, being in a team, like, or at least working on certain projects like that, it makes way more sense to be, like, physically with them. Of course. Yeah.
3: Yeah. The, like, the delay, it, it, what would have been, like, a five-minute phone call is now, like, I got to wait an hour for this email to be yeah. answered. So I definitely missed that. But there's other things, too, where you can kind of, like, put your head down when you're by yourself and really right. get some stuff done that you might have been distracted of. So there's, there's pros and cons.
0: Huh. Um... Point is, Fitzy. When you go back to New York, I will miss you. <laughs> it's I been a miss, long time. I'll miss the stew. I'll miss Antonio. I'll miss everybody.
1: We'll come visit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We'll take a field trip. Get the bus. I want to get a school bus one day. When those like crappy old school buses take wow. all the seats We're not out. The summer limo, dude. Andy, don't get me started with that limo talk. <laughs> for those of you who <laughs> know, oh my god, Facebook that's right. right I forgot
0: about that. I've
1: been looking into getting a limousine for years. No, I not say. I don't need a stretch. But at least an eight-passenger would be
0: fire, let me say.
2: Andy, how's it going? Pretty good, you know, smoking, joking, watching movies. <laughs> <The> <laughs>
0: huge. I think Friday I was. I just finished watching a WandaVision. I'm not talking about WandaVision. But it was late, late, late at night, and I wanted to listen to, like, a song. Like, I went on YouTube, I had my AirPods in, and I was listening to The f- uh, Foreigner. Uh, I want to know what love is. Okay. <laughs> and then all of a sudden... The whole thing kind of turned into one of my iconic impromptu concerts, where I literally I had YouTube open and I would scan as I was like singing in the basement. I would like scan and see if there were any more relevant songs, and I mm-hmm. kept picking them, picking them. It just kept working and going really well. It went from "I Want to Know What Love Is," "The Foreigner," to uh, "Will You Still Love Me?" by Chicago. "I Want You to Need Me." Tony was in his feels, bro, getting it going. Right here, waiting for you, Richard Marks, Everything I do, I do for you, Brian Adams. Total eclipse of the heart, Bonnie Tyler. Who broke this man's heart? Yeah, I did. <laughs> no, I was, I was having a great time, and you know what? Well, we ended, we ended with the grand finale of "If I Could Turn Back Time" by Ooh, Cher. There you go. I'm only, I'm, like, I'm like, is this going to be like Antonio Wackowelly's Super Bowl halftime show version two? You got to get on Twitch, Antonio, and just start doing it live from the crib. I'm yeah, gonna
3: bedroom get bedroom ballads with Antonio yeah
0: I'm gonna get shut down by these record companies so quick you all
3: was the money did you guys see Metallica get shut down by Twitch that that was so funny no what happened like, oh, so Metallica dude, was doing a live
2: a performance love, the live stream yeah it was like the live transition between the actual Metallica song and then like this 8 bit folk music <laughs> is so absurd.
3: It, it was like a copyright, they like they got basically a copyright claim on their own live stream. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, were they wow. playing their own yeah, music? Yeah, they're playing their own music, and oh, it come on, gets guys. covered with this like 8 bit music. It's awesome. I'm so like, they're headbanging and it's just like the <laughs> Wii menu music. <laughs> it's <awesome>. Oh,
0: wow. <laughs> I know accidents happen, but come on, like you know, you, you can kind of tell. <laughs> yeah. And Andy, you brought up a really good point of what you're doing at home, you know, watching movies and whatnot, because that's actually today's topic. It's not watching movies specifically, <laughs> but it's movies we like. Do we like movies, guys? Love them. I like them. Love
2: movies. Okay, good enough of them.
0: Flicks are great. <laughs> exactly. Are there any movies out there that we like solely because, like, they don't have to be good or not, but because we have, like, sentimental values or emotional value or just, like, real like personal connections with that film that's why we love him so much
1: yes i'll start this one off dude there is this one movie it's called death to smoochie
0: oh yeah i know this and one.
1: listen man i watched it my cousin put me on one night and you know what very simple i'm thinking back on it very similar to how he pitched it to like when we watched it he's like oh you know he proposed it and a, lot- a few people at the house were like eh, you know we've already seen it and i had never seen it i'm like i looked at the cast list
0: that's Robin Williams, right? Yeah,
1: Robin Williams is in it. RIP. Uh the dude from Half Baked is in it. Uh I don't it's just a fantastic like cult classic. I remember watching it like on a whim and it was the funniest shit. Now, fast forward to living a year later, living in in Sunderland, Massachusetts. I got a, my, my my boys and my roommates I'm like, "Yo, movie night. Let's watch Death to Smoochie." Seamus Hill, Hell, DJ Famous Sheamus for whatever reason, is so far against it. And before I could even tell him who's in it, the storyline, he's like, oh, it sounds stupid. No, we're not watching that, right? And so he has his vendetta against it. And then everyone else, nobody wants to watch it. I even offered to pay, like, I'll buy the movie, right? So for years, I tried to get it going. Get this. I move into the studio we are currently sitting in. And there was a few items left over from when Self-Made Designs was here. And one of the items was a stack of like mixtapes you know old cds and dvds and so i'm rifling through them one night guess what i find in the stack
0: a hundred dollars
1: i wish death <laughs> to Smoochy on dvd
0: what no way
3: it's good as gold exactly and no you know what way. i
1: had the physical cd and i still have not been able to convince people to watch it with what? me what so you got to see if that thing even works was it caseless was it it was in the it was in the it was like one of those cylinder uh oh, gosh, things right. where it has a bunch oh of yeah yeah but here's the thing if you're out there listening and you want to have a good time you want to laugh your ass off and you want to watch death to smoochie with me let me know i'll bring the <laughs> dvd i'll pull
0: up wherever you're at let me know ladies take a note death to smoochie and then you might get some smoochie back yeah. Bring back yeah, Smoochie. I've eh? never heard of this. Death I've heard Smoochie. about it. I've heard about it. I heard it is, it is literally the definition of a cult film. I, if I'm not mistaken, it's about Robin Williams, who's like a TV show, like a kid's TV show host. And then he gets kind of like replaced like, in the he's ratings. He's like Barney. Like kind of like Barney. Well, yeah, he's like Barney. And he's all like, I'm going to, this Death to Smoochie. Now he's going to try to get rid of him. I think that's what well, it's about. So like
1: Robin Williams is a character and then he kind of goes he off the rails. Character. He gets pretty much canceled as you can get canceled. And they got this new guy, Smoochie, who's like kid-friendly. He's way more cool. Rob Williams is kind of like, now he's like this disgruntled, you know, former star. And he just wants to kill the guy who plays Smoochie. It's absolutely hilarious. Don't look it up because on, what is it, Rotten Tomatoes it has a terrible uh, haters, report. Haters. Absolute <laughs> haters. I think Seamus must have wrote the account for that. <laughs> but uh, if you want to watch it, Fifty, if you're down to watch yeah, it, dude. you let me know. And uh, we'll get a movie yeah. night going.
0: What about Antonio?
1: i'm telling you well you didn't you didn't express interest
0: no because i know about it (laughs)
1: see that's another thing people oh, i've already seen i don't want to see it that's what my cousin said till we saw it never stopped me from watching the mighty
3: ducks 600 (laughs) tests
1: you know what just because he brought it up goldberg the goalie from mighty ducks he went off the rails a few years ago he was doing like all kinds of drugs he looked rough as hell Recently, I think a month ago, I saw a picture of him. He's doing better. Turned it around? He turned it around. Turned it around.
0: Shout out to Goldberg.
1: Hell
3: yeah.
0: Quack. 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 Mm-hmm. Is that what they do in the movie? Yes. yes. All right. Just making sure I haven't seen it. <laughs> if, if anybody remembers any other movies that come to mind, feel free to hop in. I got a few that um, I will say, uh, you, know, you guys know Pixar's Cars mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Course. I won't say specifically why, but I will say those movies have some very emotional- things with me really yeah
3: do you have younger siblings Antonia? i do uh, that because i feel like i missed a lot of these things because it was like almost a little bit
0: yeah i'll agree yeah
3: like a little past because uh, I, I have an older sibling so that was kind of you're getting forced on the older stuff.
0: Did we not see what this was? <laughs> but another one. These are really cool. It uh, involves a very special person to me. It's my father, mm-hmm. who is you know at the house. Um, there's two movies that he introduced me to that really got me, you know, that I still think of very fondly. So you guys know about Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. You know okay. Gene Wilder. Oh yeah. And you got Albertson. Ro- Ro- who was, Oh, who played Grandpa Joe? Jack Albertson. Tony Pajamas. Got I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he asked me. He told me about <laughs> the. Mo-
3: yo
1: just on a side note that guy whoever played uh the grandfather in charlie and the chocolate factory i saw a meme recently it was a picture of them standing his hand on charlie's shoulder and somebody zoomed in and his pinky (laughs) nail is like four inches long
3: (laughs) long shooting days yeah you 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 tell
1: me man
0: you tell me i'll leave it at that but Uh, my dad says you never saw the movie i'm like i remember seeing parts of the movie as a kid like i never saw the whole movie in full the only part of the movie i remember as a kid was when i was in kindergarten we were watching the scene where they went through they went on this bike thing and everyone got like soap on them and all the actors were horribly scarred because they were using detergent true story and my dad he got the movie and we watched it i'm like oh it it was incredible i still love willy Wonka the chocolate factory and on top of that Guess where my parents had decided to make the family vacation that summer. Where? We went to, no joke. Hershey we went, Park. We went to Hershey Park in Hershey, Pennsylvania. We Yo! went to the chocolate factories. And oh my God, my my young child brain was just like blown away. Hell yeah. I went there
1: on a family vacation with my cousins back, different cousins than before. There's a picture of a young Shlomo Bo, maybe like four years old. And my cousin Peter... Like meeting the Reese's peanut butter guy, peanut butter <laughs> cups.
0: And it's epic. I, it was my idol at the time. I think I've gone back in total. I think I've been there a total of three times throughout my life. And you know what? I gotta, I'd gotta. i love to go back now because it's been a while. Anyway, there's another movie that my dad introduced me. It was actually my first rated R movie. Ooh. That he let, that he let me watch.
1: Scandalous.
0: What was it? It's <laughs> a, a 1970s classic, Caddyshack.
1: Oh, nice!
0: Classic. Classic. I fucking love Caddyshack. I can. Ronnie Dangerfield, Ted Knight, Bill Murray. Bill Murray, who played Todd Webb, Chevy Chase. Mm. I'm not gonna front. I've only seen parts of that movie. I've never seen the full thing. I love. It's not
3: fresh in my mind. I can't like.
0: I I quote it. Yeah. Oh,
3: Bill Murray like teeing off on the flowers.
0: I quote this movie (laughs) all the time. Never on this show and never in here. But usually when I'm by myself, I make these quotes um it is a movie from the 70s so some of the humor obviously didn't age too well we all Mm -hmm. know how comedy is for how comedy was at the time but and it's also i got to see a little there's a little scene i got to see a little skin that my dad forgot about i got a quick little look (laughs) forgot about about, yeah yeah, quick little look and then i get the eyes on the hands and now i'm gonna die i can watch that scene whenever i want
4: (laughs) Which actually which, which actually, which yeah,
0: which I have, <laughs> <laughs> which, which I do, which isn't that often. But um, because of my dad, those are two of my two of some of my favorite movies. Hell yeah. Fitzy, Andy, do you guys have any movies that you um have a sentimental attachment to? Uh, For me, it would be uh, the first Star Wars reboot. Like, it's not a good
3: movie with Jar Jar Binks. Oh, *The Menace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that was the last movie I saw at the Wollaston Movie Theater. Oh, wow. And wow. R.I.P. The Wollaston Movie
0: Theater. And for our view- listeners now, what's there now? Uh, is it just still just a hole in the ground? <laughs> it Demolished <was>. it. <laughs> it was
3: for a long time.
0: It was so much talk about,
3: like, whole youth that that thing was coming back and unfortunately never saw the day yeah. it still had the elf and catch me if you can poster outside yeah years 2015 bring it back guys yeah uh send it over to andy
1: <laughs> Phantom like in the uh, police station over there yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, i don't know what's sentimental but there are movies that i remember watching that just hit because of like things that happened during them were like how I watched the movie I guess like the first time I saw The Incredibles in the movie theater I was with like Roscoe and like Jimmy Brennick and I remember the entire theater was like full because it was a Pixar movie on like release and so we had to sit in the only seats available in the very front row <laughs> and, and the movie's and- like two hours long dude and it's
0: just, Ain't
1: that it's, like so much
2: action sequences and you just, you just can't really see much of it at all <laughs>
1: that's a tough scene that row i know exactly i've had to sit in that front row a few times me too not a good time dude even if you slouch down so you can kind of see it's distorted you're You're better off
0: watching it by the door
1: (laughs) my my opinion yo i'll bring it up real quick movie theaters they change the game when they put in those reclining chairs Adapter mm-hmm. die that was oh nice. right. man and they saw netflix the knocking and they
3: were like can netflix give you a comfy chair right <laughs> i don't think so
1: i'm not gonna front i haven't been to the movie theaters in probably like five to ten no. I, five, at least five years
0: no yeah <laughs> really five to
3: ten. Damn. not That's...
1: ten years maybe yeah in the last ten years i probably went maybe three or four times but, like i don't go to the movie theaters well, what was the last movie you saw in theaters yeah Actually, a lot. I went to uh, yeah, I saw, I saw Black Panther, but prior to that, and it wasn't it wasn't even one of those reclining joints. It was like this crappy theater out in uh, Amherst or near Amherst. Black. And I sat like
0: third row, so I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> last last movie I saw in the movie theater was Sonic the Hedgehog, and then the world shut down. So mine makes more sense. Fitzy, Andy, what about you guys? What was the last movie um, you guys saw in the movie theater? I saw Uncut Gems,
3: like the midnight it came out. Ooh. Um, in union square in new york and it was a nice uh after the train ride it almost felt like i owed somebody
1: money (laughs) (laughs) like riding like looking over my shoulder just i will say though contrary to to movie theaters i went to a drive-in theater this summer highly recommend like highly highly recommend (laughs) oh wow really yeah it was like a back-to-back double feature gianni Shout out to Gianni He fucked up He bought two pairs of tickets by accident So four tickets Yes So I got to go for free It was nice Out in Menden, Massachusetts mm-hmm. And uh, we went to Patriot's Place Had some drinks over at the Wormtown Brewery And then we slid over to the, uh, the drive-in theater Parked up on the side You know Beautiful summer night A lot of
0: fun Legit, the me- movies kind of sucked, but that's that. <laughs> Legit, Mendon Drive-In did a back-to-back of The Room and Disaster Artist, and I put on my Instagram story, I'm like, oh, I need a day, which is like an open invitation of if you come with me, I will pay for you. Yeah, nobody. <laughs> and I wasn't going to go for myself, I'm like, all right, I guess we're not going. You gotta chalk that up to a pandemic, right? Yeah. yeah. COVID, baby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that's be- not on you, that's about the bigger, bigger yeah. climate. I gotta tell you, that better be the reason. Yeah. <laughs> And I know, Ashlomo. I know this actually has some sort of sentiment to you, and it ha- definitely has sentiment to me, Yeah. but uh, the movie Guardians of the Galaxy, 2014.
1: The only sentiment to me is that my nephew, Groot, is named after Groot. There you go. He's a dog. He's not oh, a child. Like, I thought it was a yeah. human name. I was no. Like, no. no. <laughs> human name. Yeah, Fitzy's looking at me like a maniac. <laughs> no, my brother named his dog Groot, and mind you, I had never seen the movie. Yeah. So, and I only it's thought, dog, like, man. I thought he was pronouncing grout wrong, which is like a disease. <laughs> That's so grout. I I yeah. Or, yeah. What is grout then? Grout is oh. nothing. Gout is a foot disease. Yeah, isn't that something grout with, like, landscaping something. or something? Grout, I think it's in the shower, maybe. <sighs> like, disease. <from> the sh- <laughs> I don't know. Bacteria dude. from your shower. Who knows? Any anyway, out there listening, look up grout and let yeah, us know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he said grout and and I told my Nana, I'm like, yeah, David named his puppy Groot. And she goes, what does that mean? I said, I don't know. She goes, well, I don't know. if it makes him happy, it's okay. It's like, yo, oh, man.
0: Did you eventually see it? No, I still haven't seen the movie. Oh, there you go. Well, the reason why Guardians of the Galaxy is special to me was it was the last movie that I saw with my family before I went to college for the new stage of my life to begin. The send-off. Yeah. And it was also the first movie i saw on a date with someone Ooh. so that has some sentimental value too and i love the soundtrack, yeah, soundtrack
3: it's fantastic
0: it is a great soundtrack and you know what um the, uh, the second one i think is just as good and in my humble opinion speaking of humble opinions um opinions change over time God, that's such a great transition. (sighs) Opinions change over time, and as we get older, things that we like, we start not to like anymore. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask you guys, do you have any movies that you liked as a kid? But now looking back now, you kind of realize that they're not as nostalgically infallible as they once were. Wow. Nostalgically infallible. That's
1: well put. Trademark. Well put. We're going to put that on a shirt. Any movies that I used to like and I don't like anymore. Uh, Not really. You right?
3: Know? I got I one that Not as a kid, but I remember in high school thinking 500 Days of Summer was smart and a good movie. And it is just not. <laughs> it's just it's about, about an hidden. asshole. <laughs> it's just an <laughs> out-of-order story about an asshole. <laughs> that was one that I was like, oh, man, that's cool. Wow, that's so insightful. It's, and another great soundtrack, too, but horrible movie when you watch it later on in life after yeah. <laughs> kind of having relationships and talking to people
0: yeah <laughs> yeah. Any, anything? anything yeah Wait, is that me
2: yeah <laughs> uh, I mean I don't know about like because of the nostalgia but I think there are definitely movies that don't hold up just because of changing times and political climate like I rewatched uh, Ace Ventura recently Pat Detective
5: <laughs> mm-hmm. and I just
2: didn't realize like how just like I don't know. It was just common at the time, but there are just so many homophobic and transphobic scenes in the movie.
0: Oh, yeah, probably. It's like
2: weird rewatching back.
0: Yeah. Know I mean,
2: and I don't just know, making fun of mental times. illness too.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, the whole thing. yeah. <laughs> no, we, we it. It was the nineties. We can give a shit. It's the nineties. Things are going to be great forever until two thousand one, <laughs> where everything got ruined. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, on that know, note, yeah. On that note, I actually really I I ha, when I was thinking about this, I really don't think I have any movies that I liked as a kid that watching back now like suck. Like I do remember like, um, when I was younger, I loved a lot of the Disney movies. But I remember being like an angry teenager, like Disney, I don't like Disney, no, no way. And then being an adult, I'm all like, yeah, they're they're great, they're fantastic. But I will say, for those who follow me at the Real TheRealOakawili on Instagram, I do the Akawili Cinematic Awards right before the Oscars. And sometimes, some films win that, looking back, should not have won. I think that's the closest thing I can do. I remember in 2016, I had Doctor Strange winning. When I'm looking back, I'm all like, it probably should have been Captain America Civil War, in my humble opinion. Had I seen La La Land, La La Land would have been the winner. But just going back, when I went downstairs to like my look at my personal collection of DVDs, there's nothing in there that I hate. Like every single one. I actually maybe Valerian, The City of a Thousand Planets, like maybe that.
3: <laughs> look, I have a feeling there's some there's some DVDs in there that are questionable. <laughs> I know. Like, I remember like watching them all, like I will defend.
0: I will defend this film. I watch it again. I'm like, oh, this shit's boring. Oh my god. And these leads are just so.
2: Ugh. Is that the one with Cara Delevingne?
0: That's the one. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I know. Yeah, I think it's like two hours based off the book.
0: Yeah, she just she just can't catch a break. So I think this will be more of... The, no, go ahead, Carnival
2: Row, <laughs> the new Amazon show. Oh,
0: I've seen that on the menu of my Fire Stick. I, don't, I haven't watched it. Yeah, I
2: think it's her and Orlando Bloom. Kind of kill it. Oh, you mean we'll mister a couple episodes.
0: You mean Mr. Katy Perry, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's married Lando to Katy Perry? To. Yeah, he's the father of her children. He wow. was
3: securing bags like nobody's business Russell. for about a decade. Orlando Bloom? Yeah, dude. Look at his IMDB. It's insane. It's like every single movie is just the biggest budget movie of all time. You're like, God damn.
1: Bloom isn't there. Who was his
3: agent? This guy. And right? we never
1: and we it's never
0: big. talk about him. We never talk about yeah. him.
1: Speak for yourself. Orlando Bloom, I talk about him three times a week. It's <laughs> <laughs> <He's> my <laughs> dude. <laughs> Hell yeah.
0: Does he have any social
3: media? I doubt it. Wow. <laughs>
0: I don't well, see him. He's not too often. And I feel like
3: he disappeared right when social media happened. He if like, he does, I secured my bag. I don't need this. He's out. Yeah. If yeah.
0: he does, someone's handling it for him. Oh yeah. I Listen. actually
2: run his Instagram. <laughs> I forgot that his was your,
0: fan page. Your side hustle, <laughs> Andy. You're supposed to be on assignment. You can't say what you're doing. Yo, speaking of
1: movies and premieres, uh, when we first moved into the studio, and even prior to that, when we were working on our launch party for the radio station. I was searching feverishly on Craigslist and Amazon and all kinds of places trying to find those humongous spotlights that you can see you know, LA and all, you know, like they cross over and <laughs> yeah. it's like, you could see it from miles away. I, I wanted one of those though. on the, like the, the sidewalk in Quincy point right <laughs> on the Monchmark. sidewalk. Hell yeah. I might do it for our, you know, I was saying our three year anniversary or something epic.
3: I can't imagine it's that expensive
0: to rent them. I mean, no, if you can't drop it a probably isn't, but the here's night? the thing.
1: Where the hell do you get them from?
0: Right. Lighting company. They Where don't just go?
1: have lighting companies on every corner. Like, like a cinematic
0: lighting company.
1: <laughs> in Boston? Oh
0: yeah, What's it called? Red Sky
3: Studio.
1: Where's this? Uh, in Boston. <laughs> Here we go. Get now get now we got on. the plug. <laughs> I'm going to look into this. Yeah. So, you know, in the next few months, if you see spotlights coming from you know, the South Shore of Boston, just know something's going down at the studio. I'll <laughs> maybe, leave it at that.
0: Well, maybe we'll do that for opening night of MMR Talks live on stage. How about that? Ooh, I want a red carpet. Whenever we can perform live again. I think this would be more of Andy and Fitzy's kind of speed. Um, do you guys have any, like, old films that you like, like black and white films, silent films, early talkies? Like, any oh, films, dude. like, prior to the 1960s, before what we would call modern cinema popped up i got a few but i know andy's got something uh, to say
2: i don't know dude black and white especially now dude you know the movies that come out recently and they're in black and white that's such a pet peeve for me
0: mank <coughs> excuse like, me
2: i'm just not big on like way older stuff i think like the oldest thing that i like is probably like 2001 space Odyssey, and even that's like late 60s i think really so i'm not huge on like the super oldies
3: yeah, i'm not crazy about the modern black and white that stuff kind of kind of the
2: artists world. and lighthouse you guys have the means to put some color in i don't know <laughs> yeah. why i don't
3: even just ma- you can make it like one kind of color too
2: <laughs> we have the ability to do that
3: <laughs> but what about you
0: did you have like any movies from like what's the oldest movie you like <sighs> that's
3: tough uh like the one that jumps out to me, like a black and white movie that is like I actually still enjoy and will watch again is uh Doctor Strange Love, but that oh, is like go. the last black and white. It's literally the last black
0: and white movie. I when like. they came out, like the sixties, I think. Yeah, like then? late sixties. They mm-hmm. were just about to wrap up with that.
3: Yeah, and they they made a point to use it for that movie, but. I just think that movie is like
0: really funny and really smart. I've got a few that I really enjoy. It's um, Sunset Boulevard with mm. Gloria Swanson. I really like Sunset Boulevard. I, I feel like, like
3: a fraud for having never seen that. It's good. I it's it's yeah. not a. It's not I a big... I like film school would force me to see that, but yeah. it didn't.
0: It's not... Because you know why? For the, I, I saw Mulholland Drive in college, which was... David Lynch <laughs> said the cinematic parallel to Sunset Boulevard because of... Oh, Sunset Boulevard is where dreams have. Mulholland Drive is where it's all nasty and disgusting. But... Uh, and that's... a. Uh, David Lynch's favorite movie, Sunset Boulevard, His Girl Friday. I like, which is, it's a, His Girl Friday, it's a, it's literally a fast talking movie from the 40s where they're all like, oh, let me tell you that, something that bust bust on. We got to go down to the newspaper. We got to make sure that we got to get to the trolley and all that. Where they literally talk like that. It's like, it's like Russell, Rosalind Russell is just like, and Hugh Grant, they're just really pushing it out. I get why people don't like it. I tried to watch it with my dad and he's like, this is horrible. <laughs> Shut it off. <laughs> you, you're enjoying this? And I go, yeah, I'm enjoying it because this is how movies were back then. Well, I don't watch that many movies back then, so maybe, maybe it is horrible. I think, I think I've heard that it is, and I think a lot of people do like *His Girl Friday*. I actually do enjoy because I know Andy's saying that this is a pet peeve of him. I saw *Mank* recently, and *Mank* is about Herman Mankiewicz writing the script to *Citizen Kane*. I go, oh, I actually enjoyed *Citizen Kane* the like two or three times that I've seen it because you know it is cinematically it is a big deal, and even on its own, it's I think I think it's a good movie.
3: Do oh. you uh, remember watching that in broadcasting?
0: Oh, yeah, I do.
3: <laughs> what a like, lofty movie to like spring on a bunch of 14-year-olds. <laughs> like, it's the best. <laughs> yeah. you watch it. This is movie number one. You must watch this <laughs> before we put the camera in your head. Before we do anything. <laughs> Everybody's just
0: like, falling asleep. <laughs> well, I, I I didn't. I mean, I enjoyed it. But I enjoyed It's like it. The Simpsons literally spoiled it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just part of pop culture where it's, it's just completely spoiled for the rest of time. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Some Like It Hot. That's a that's a Marilyn Monroe movie. It's about, I don't know if this, this I don't think this would ever be made now. It's about these two guys who witnessed the Valentine's Day massacre and they're being chased by the, I must say the Italian, not the Italian mob, Chicago mob, Chicago crime scene. So they sneak onto a train disguised as women in an all <laughs> female jazz troupe where Marilyn Monroe's the singer. And another movie that actually isn't black and white but it's an old ass movie that I, I enjoy. It's a movie that my dad maybe be and I'm gonna have my kids watch it. I actually really do enjoy The Wizard of Oz.
3: Well, mm. half black. <laughs> it's well <laughs>
0: or a or shoes get red. A right? tent. <laughs> yeah. It's technically sepia tone, which does have black and white actually. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> but uh those I, I do like some old movies, again, some and I'll, of course I'll be open minded to any other ones. Shalma, what about you? Do you got, like any old man movies? There's one in particular I might
1: be bugging, but uh Young Frankenstein, not mm. black and white, I'm like 99% sure it is. It
0: is, but I think it was a stylistic choice because I think that came out in the 70s. Yeah, I
1: like Young Frankenstein. And uh, after working at Warner Brothers, I watched Casablanca very dope, yeah, very dope movie. I mean, for its time, you have to think about like the cultural significance, put Warner Brothers on the map. So I like Casablanca, and now they got HBO Max, they got it all, man. <laughs> Big tings, shout out to Warner Brothers. For those of you who don't know, I worked in the uh, studio tour department, and at the time, I'm not a big, you know, I'm not a big movie buff really. But uh, they had the set from La La Land when I was out there, like the little cafe on the corner. I, d- I didn't see the movie, but people on the tour would like geek out when they saw that.
0: Yeah, we all thought it was going to win Best Picture. It did not. I was actually was out one there. Of the wildest live TV moments. <laughs> I remember I'm all like, all oh, right, well, of course La La Land would win. I was there,
1: like in California. Oh yeah, that's at a, right. At like a, they had a party. My cousins had like a an Oscar Academy Awards party at their house. There was like over a hundred people in the back. They have like a back house area with this like, bunch of. You Know caters, it was a humongous parties,
0: LA big wigs, yeah. yeah. And Make it's sure like curb they your enthusiasm
3: episode, <laughs> dude, with his personal shucker.
1: It was it was a thing because they have like sheets of paper you had to guess, like, oh, who do you think, right? Right, and at the end, you pass it in and then they tally it up, like, if Fitzy got this one right, he got that one, da, 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 da. uh, and they had prizes, you know, if you got them all right, you get That's this, awesome. that, the other. And uh, obviously, you guys know what happened, the guy absolutely fumbled it, well, announced the wrong winner.
0: Technically, it was uh, Faye Dunaway's fault.
1: Either way, there was a lot of commotion at that party, you can guarantee. There was uh, arguments. But people were like, you know, there was potential winners that got their winning, like, ripped away last Oh,
0: no. That's worse than the Oscars. <laughs> you know, and it
1: wasn't like, you know, it wasn't on some vicious stuff, but it was like, damn, mind you, I wasn't even in the running, so I didn't, you know, I didn't participate, but... Man, just seeing the drama, it was so much drama just to be there. And I'm like, yo, this is kind of lit. Like prior to that, I'd never really watched the Oscars. I'm not going to lie. Like I watched the, uh, you know, the Grammys, but it got me into it. And then since then I do pay attention. There we go. Hell
0: yeah. I feel like that wouldn't upset most people everywhere else. But in LA, that's a whole nother story.
1: Another thing too is your bag goes way up if you're Grammy, if you're, I mean, uh, if you're an Oscar winning actor. You know what I'm saying the price that you get to that you get paid to to work on your next film That's goes right. way up so it's like to have to to almost
0: have that and then have it switched up at the last second. Yo. I think for male I think Awful. For, I think Awful. for actors their pay rate goes up to an extra million and I think female female actresses for actresses it's either 10,000 to 100,000. Really? Yeah, it's a, it's around that. Like don't quote me on that, but it's around it is there is a pay disparity. There's nothing we can do about it. We're not that high up in the industry, but we are aware of it, but well, we don't get paid by them anyway. I'm going to ask uh, everybody, um, are there any critically panned movies, movies that people hate, that critics and the audience hates, that you're willing to defend, that you actually enjoy? I know we just went through Death to Smokey, but Shulman, do you have any other movies <laughs> that everybody hates but you will, that you'll fight for? Well, obviously, Death to Smoochie is at the
1: top of my list. I'll stand on that hill. Um, but, you know, off top, I mean, a lot of the films that I truly enjoy, I think, across the board, people love. Uh, old school. Like, a lot of Will Ferrell films. Um, yeah, I mean, if it's, unless you have one. I don't really have one that I'm like, James might have one. Let's
4: I have to get you guys' opinion. Executive producer here on this episode. I have to jump in. For the cast that it had, the movie Sausage Party is the worst movie ever. I agree
3: <laughs> completely that the hype for that, it was like, oh man, it's such a forgettable
0: movie. Like, there was
3: genuinely like forgettable movie <laughs> there was a
0: lot of hype for it i and i remember aqua cinematic awards Sasha's party didn't win moana won animated film so there, there's that it was it was a bunch of heavyweight comedians on it yeah.
1: and it was like a raunchy like kind of like sexual yeah.
0: movie about like produce yeah it's about food and it's toy story for food
1: yeah i didn't even see it and i remember you like james pointed out it. star-studded lineup and you know I think the promos that they did for it, like the uh, trailers, didn't really pique my interest.
0: I remember I saw it. Me and Kristen, my best friend Kristen, we saw it at Braintree where the seats could recline. And I was sitting next to this guy. There was a buffer seat in between us. And he was all like, he was like shitting on all the trailers. Like, was like, oh, that's the best they could come up with. Oh man, like, they, all this, this sucks. And then he he was quiet. I'm always oh, watching the movie. I look over during the credits. He fell asleep and he woke up and he goes, oh shit, did I miss the movie? <laughs> and I was trying so hard not to laugh. I'm all like, oh, I go one. You live, you you live by the chair. You die by the chair. Those are comfortable ass chairs. Because he was reclined and he woke up and he's all like, "Did I sleep through the movie?" <laughs> Yo, Antonio just brought it up. We have to
1: go off on a little side tangent. Well, is right there back. any? Uh, is there any stories you guys have of like hilarious moments inside of a movie theater? Meaning, like, right, I'll start it off. Oh, for you example, guys
3: have one of my favorite.
1: So, <laughs> the, I don't know which one he's talking I'm about. Thinking of the
3: Lion King. Oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's that's a whole another <laughs> I
1: story. I could get into that one. But uh, no, I remember going to a theater and the guy like two rows ahead of me was minding his own business. And the guy in ahead of me was uh, he took a phone call. Like, mind you, the movie hadn't started yet. It was still like, you know, the opening, Mm -hmm. the credits and the previews. And so this dude's on the phone and the guy two rows up ahead turns around and just goes hey buddy shut the fuck up and yo know, <laughs> you know, i think i was like 16 17 at the time i started rolling like out loud like like physically i couldn't breathe i thought it was the funniest shit and then for like the rest of the movie all you hear is like the dude, the dude in front of me was like mad salty like he he knew he was in the wrong but he still wanted to like you know, try to chime back at him. It's like, dude, you you, no, you can't defend it. You can't be wrong and strong. The Lion King story. Uh, I'm not sure if I should tell yeah, I this one. Well,
0: you can tell it. We'll, we'll, we'll get rid of it.
1: All right. No, I'm going to tell it. It's okay. It's what's, what's the term where it's like past the... Uh, Statue of limitations Statue of Libertations. All right. So back what in the day... What the hell did you do? I'm not going to say what year. Back in the day, uh, my buddies and I, we wanted to try shrooms. We, you know, we got some shrooms, looking back on it like you know you, you want to get what's called gold caps where apparently it was like the best whatever so we get our quote-unquote gold caps if you ever go into your backyard and just dig down to those like roots or whatever and cut a few of those out like it's that's what it looked like it was yeah. the most disgusting batch Ugh. and so we tried eating them and they just were foul so we're like all right we're gonna go over to the to the five guys no johnny rockets sorry johnny rockets that's upstairs in the plaza, and we bought some burgers, which were like way too It was like $13 for like a single cheeseburger. No fries. Like, oh, yeah. Naughty. No it was fries. a la carte. Like, yeah. Yeah, all right, cool. So we get a burger and uh, we grab it down. Mind you, the movie we were going to see was The Lion King 3D. Uh,
0: okay. <laughs> all right. All
1: 3D. Right. So we, you know what I'm saying? We get the burger, yeah, this start a eating while it. Ago. Start eating it, man. Yeah, I know. I just probably just time stamped it. But, uh... You know, we grub it down and we get over to the theater, and uh, I'm not in a good place, man. Like, I was just like, my stomach was all topsy turvy. We ended up, you know, we smoked a little bit, so that kind of helped. But the movie back then, the, the price was like 20 bucks for the movie. So I'm already like, plus the shrooms, plus the burger, plus the movie.
0: You're in the red. Dude, You're I'm like 60,
1: 60, 70 bucks <laughs> in a hole at least. Like, pushing a hundred, no, because plus the shrooms, so I was about $100 in the hole. And my stomach is like, oh, like, you know, I hit the bathroom twice before it started. I'm like, this is not good. End up watching the whole movie. And, you know, when you take shrooms, you want to have, you know, a little psychedelic experience. I had nothing. I had a horrible (laughs) time. Above all else, my breath. I could smell my own breath. I'm like, this is awful, man. (laughs) One of the worst I don't even want to call it a trip. It was the worst oh, experience man. ever.
3: That just like has always looked like straight out of like a sitcom. Like, just like these teenagers go and then they're stuck just watching a children's movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was all was kids so in perfect. there too. I know, which was it, a crowded,
1: it was crowded. Like it was like a holics like a... episode. It was just like, oh man. Just Bro, like... because you think about Lion King back, like in this was when 3D was still like, oh, a super popping, hottest man. thing yeah, streets.
0: No. <laughs> Not yet. Oh <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> This is, it's haunted today. Um, yeah, 3D was like on, still going on, almost on the way out. But yeah, and it was a terrible experience. Have you guys
1: had any experiences either, like personally, or or seen other folks in there? I'll real quick tangent because I know I, you might have some stories uh there was a movie called 50 shades of gray
0: uh, <laughs> and uh yeah, yeah
1: i just remember seeing on like twitter that like they were putting uh like trash bags down on top of the seats because they were getting like
0: no way
1: all kinds of juices on there i'll leave it at that they were
0: getting used seats they, were getting used seats were getting used oh my used God, and abused
1: it. man those <laughs> seats took a beating
0: I saw that movie. There's nothing like like ooh, like, ooh that's uh, that's real spicy there. I caught it on cable with my friends in college, and we were laughing at it. Really? We were laughing at it. Yeah, you censored could... with commercials. There no, uh, it was it was on HBO. Uh, <laughs> it was on HBO. You could see like some like parts. I've that, never like, seen it, so I don't even know if like, it's censored. The me neither. Was, apparently,
1: <laughs> it's raunchy as can be. Yeah.
0: If that if that's what you call raunchy. Then <laughs> you go I got a bridge to sell you, <laughs> sex bridge. what (laughs) (laughs) i I don't know i remember one time though i said this on my old podcast which was uh the big things podcast with antonio wakawele when i saw the lego movie 2 when i saw the lego movie 2 the second part and um this was it it was partially my fault do you guys have restless legs sometimes your leg just goes like you know just going crazy legs going crazy and my legs going crazy and I feel someone put their hand <laughs> on my leg, and I'm all like, oh. they, "They literally put their hand on my leg, and my leg's not moving." I'm like, "What the hell?" And I see this this older woman, let's say her early 40s, late 30s. She puts her her hand on my leg. I'm like, "Oh, right here." Hello, madam. Uh, what and what do I owe the pleasure? And then she goes, "Excuse me, could you not? Can you just stop with your leg?" And then I'm all like, <laughs> "Oh, so she wants to go here?" And I literally and like her kids are there. I'm all like. I got to scale it back a bit. I don't want her kids to grow up to hate their mother. But I will say, I th- what did I say to her? I think I said, can you please not touch my fucking leg? <laughs> <laughs> Were you kicking her chair or something? No, I was like, I w- Fitzy was the same length away because wanted, I wanted a buffer seat. Because you got to have a buffer seat. Yeah, seat. you want to sit and right
1: just... next to it. Even pr- prior to COVID, yeah. you, if you come into a row and, mind you, this also goes for sporting events, right? If your seat is in, you know, the middle to the left, do not come in on the right side, all right? Go around, making people get up and shit, but go well, ahead. When the
3: stadium's empty and they sit in their assigned right seat to that's right in front of you? And you know right what's right even team? worse? How dare they?
1: That's, that's uh, you know, the, for those kind of seatings, right, like, um, you know, sporting events is one thing, but when you're fully reclined, you got your shoes off, you know, sometimes you got your, <laughs> your, your popcorn, you're going in, and some jackass comes in the aisle, you got to... You got to recline all the way back like, to almost a leather fart sound. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: awful. I do remember hearing uh, offhand when people, when some people, someone I know saw. Uh, is, is this should I spoil? And I'll, I'll cut it anyway. I'll just, I'll tell you guys a story, but I probably won't leave it in. So you know, no, I'm not gonna tell the story, but. Tell the story,
1: dude. This this podcast is off the well. Rant. I don't want to.
0: I don't want <laughs> to spoil Infinity War for Shlomo because she hasn't seen. He hasn't I seen it yet.
1: Literally, will probably not see that. So, so uh,
0: in Infinity War, I am gonna say Shlomo. Thanos' his plan is to snap snap away half the life in the universe. So when he does it, he he wins. Um, one of the people who get snapped away was Chadwick Boseman who plays the Black Panther, and a lot of black people in the theater were pissed that he was the one one of the ones that got snapped away. They were, like, verbally very angry. They're yelling. Yeah, they were were pissed. You know what? If there were any Filipino superheroes, which there aren't, and it was, like, really good, you know, I'd be pretty upset, too. Well, why does mine have to die? Why can't, I don't know, Hawkeye die or whatever? Question. Have you guys ever been
1: in a theater at the end of it, people, like, applaud, like, clap for it?
0: Oh yeah, once or twice.
1: Yeah, Yeah. only happened like I was down in New Jersey and they did that. I remember making fun of my cousins like you guys are a bunch of losers. (laughs) Yeah, it was all right movie, but kind
3: of like clapping when the plane lands. Yeah, it's like they did their job.
1: (laughs) Well, no, that's a little different. If there's mad turbulence, like I'm like afraid for my life, and they get us where we gotta go, I'm standing ovation to that captain. But if it's just a movie, dude, relax.
0: Like. I feel you, it's like, yo, relax. <laughs> before, I know, before we get Shit. back on topic, Andy Fitzy, anybody, anything happened to you guys at the theater that you remember? People touching your leg or yelling. I actually remember I yelled at someone during the shape of water because they were talking. Is that the girl from the BBC? She's She was saying stuff like that. And I got, <laughs> I literally, I, I literally, I went from shh, shh to shh. <laughs> I, I, I was shushing, like, shut up. I'm trying to watch the shape of water. <laughs> Andy's seen some of the most
3: movies in theaters out of anybody I know. I feel like so I feel like you, you might have something. I don't know. In for
2: there. me, it's like I try to be a very respectful moviegoer. You know, <laughs> I don't take up too much space. I don't put my like feet in front of the chair, even if there's nobody there. I'm chilling. But I've just been in theaters where other people will get sunned, and like, <laughs> like groups of people will be talking, and then someone else in the theater will shut it down but it's like never gotten crazy.
1: Yeah. Nothing yeah. wild.
2: Yeah.
3: Oh man. I don't know if this is, <laughs> this just came back to me, but, uh, I saw the movie up after like I snuck into seeing up after seeing, I think maybe like year one or one of those movies when I was in middle school. And, uh-huh. uh, I don't know what was up. It must've been like some what sort of up? field trip or something <laughs> for like, uh, a home, basically a care home. So there were some people that mentally weren't, uh, didn't have the same abilities as others in the the crowd um so there's just this one guy who just would scream out the plot points like right when they were happening like narrating the film yeah yeah his
0: wife died yeah exactly (laughs)
3: like Oh, his wife is going to die. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: like, Yo, that kind of yeah, would be that entertaining, yeah. though.
3: <laughs> it was a nice element in it. But then we're, like, crying. <laughs> it's just some They're guy. forming
0: a surrogate father-son relationship. <laughs> yes,
3: yes. It was interesting. I don't, least, I don't but I
1: didn't pay for it, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got a show yeah. with it. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> Yo, question for y'all. Have you ever been to a 4D movie?
0: No,
3: except for oh, like the yeah. twelve minute ones at Jordan's Furniture. The uh, yep, <laughs> yeah, I've the, uh, those the
1: Polar
0: Express. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, think I... I saw
1: Jurassic Park mm-hmm.
0: in 4D. I legit almost said the Poland Express. <laughs> oh my I'm God. like Polar Express, and that was the other name for Schindler's List. <laughs> yeah, who... <laughs> um, I, I remember. I I went to the Polar Express one and the Pokemon one where we had to follow man underwater and we got like bubbles and like water in our face and it was awesome
1: can i go back to a previous question antonio mentioned the polar express and i feel like that gets some hate from people really yeah Not i've me. had a few people that hate on it and you know what i'll i will defend the polar express that's a great movie Hot chocolate it's a little slow at po- certain yeah. points you can fall asleep during it wake up like 45 minutes later and you're you know you just pick right back up Something Chris. about the animation is like they were trying to Motion do too country, much yeah. a little
3: too Dude, early upset. on, and yeah. it's just like it feels weird. It feels like you're watching a Por video
2: Express game. Has, like major, like Uncanny Valley, where the animation yeah. is just like not clean at all. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Christmas comes. To Everybody's town. a critic. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I know. One last one before we move on. Uh, we, have to, we have to get back to the question initially. I I was at a drive-in theater, and someone... I don't know what drive-in theaters you guys went to, but there was a drive-in theater where you drive up to a pole, and you could put a speaker in your car. I was just walking, and someone drove into the pole, nice. knocked over and broke the pole. <laughs> Wait, where the... Where the uh, yeah, where the speakers were. Oh. In the drive-in theater, and he looked, and he drove away, and I'm all like... <laughs> what the it's what just a hit the and run hell's? at the drive yeah. like, it completely like broke and I'm like I better get out of here people are gonna think I did it I mean I'm, I'm I'm brown they'll think I did it and I got out of there and I'm like you won't believe what I saw anyway are there any movies that critics audiences hate that you're willing to defend uh, I Nick, know Nick
3: Cage's whole catalog I mean, oh there you I'll go, go to, I'll go to bat for all of them Con agree, Air Face Off I mean those are those are flicks really <laughs> <laughs> those are Face. movies
1: off. Oh, yes. Fitzy mentioned Con Air. There's one scene where they wheel the dude out of the plane in like full on like, like his he's he's shackled from head to yeah. toe, literally. Like he has a his a, like a shackle on his face. Mm-hmm. and I remember thinking like this guy like that was the one moment in a film. Like I know it's a movie, but I'm like that guy is absolutely deranged. <laughs> like I was a little afraid. I'm like, dude, they they better not let that guy out the cage. And yeah, then eventually, it's like the they, best reveal too. Yeah, who yeah, it is. yeah he's an called. actor. <laughs>
0: What the hell is that guy's name? It's Steve Buscemi, right? Buscemi, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love the, I love Buscemi. That's, that's what his friends call him. And the funny thing about Con Air was, he was nominated for an Oscar. It was, oh, love hell it, hell yeah, dude! Shout yeah. out to the '90s. Well, it was for best original song, Leanne Rimes. Uh, but other than that, that, that wasn't it. She was Still on the mass Singer, answer.
3: bringing it to 2020. Look you look know what? Finals.
0: Fitzy
1: <laughs> is a hundred thousand percent right. Nicholas Cage, he gets a lot of shit. And I you know why? Maybe cuz he looks like him. He's very he's like the uh you know the movie equivalent of Nickelback. Yes. Cuz he looks it's like po- him, right? It's, a,
3: it's popular to hate him. I but think. it's
1: like yeah, at one point people started hating on him and I don't see the merit. Although I will say he has a new show out called like The History of Swears. It's on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. It was not funny at all. Yeah. It's stupid. We're
0: going to talk about that's uh, more Christopher Walken. We're going <laughs> to talk about ass. <laughs> Nobody
1: Yo.
3: commits to a role quite like Nick Cage. Oh, it's yeah. Awesome. Dude,
1: National Treasure. Incredible. Oh,
2: That's Disney. Yeah, incredible. God, I watched I Raising watched the Nick Arizona Cage movie last aliens. night. Did you really, Andy? Yeah, it was, dude, it was the new Nick Cage horror movie, Willie's Wonderland. it was so trash,
5: dude. <laughs> you literally <laughs> oh,
2: give him yeah. zero speaking lines. He's like I a silent not... protagonist. It's I like, re- why even get Nick Cage if you're not going to let him talk?
0: Yeah. I remember here seeing uh, commercials for that can't muzzle nick cage come on um, but i'm sure We're boxing one, him in <laughs> i'm sure one day nick cage will have this uncut gems robbed moment where he was in a movie that was good and then people still aren't going to recognize him but we know that he did a good job I mean, hasn't I he already won he like, i think he has i, I, I he's think he's like, nominated he at least well, like a, i think he did but a while ago yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> even after 90s. a certain time you kind of your, your career resets sorcerer's apprentice <laughs> slaps <laughs> hell yeah i will go to, i will openly go to bat for the star wars prequels now i grew up in the late 90s and the 2000s those are the movies that were out those are the star wars movies that like you wanted to go to the movie theater to see a star wars movie that's what you would see i get why people don't like them so but you can't tell me that i usually it's a uh, phantom menace which is the one that fitzy saw that just absolutely lampooned but you can't tell me there was some good stuff in it like the pod racing uh, the, the pod You're kidding. Yeah, That's
3: Podracing is sick and it made a great video game.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you had um, you, know, you had Darth Maul and you had Liam ne- oh. Liam Neeson and and uh Ewan McGregor and you had all that going on. Episode 2 Attack of the Clones. I get it. They're so sick of, you know, Anakin and Padme but you know they have to get together. They they're <laughs> going to find a way. But you can't tell me the last like 30 40 minutes during the Battle of Geonosis isn't entertaining. You can't tell me that it's not entertaining. And Revenge of the Sith is usually said to be the best of the Star Wars prequels. I get why. This is something that people like fail to do. To understand why people don't like the things they like. I get why you don't like it. But I do see value in them. And you know what? They're freaking better than Rise of Skywalker. I'm sorry.
2: They dropped the ball with Darth Maul. Yeah, by they revealing did. the double lightsaber in the trailer and also in the commercials, mm-hmm. I feel like if they just let that rip, and no one knew about it. And you pulled out the double lightsaber; that would have been what made the movie. They
0: would have. They would have went. They would have went bananas. And I don't know if you, I know Andy isn't all caught up in Star Wars, but they brought Darth Maul back. Well, how does he rule? I'm legs. not caught up at all. Darth yeah,
1: Maul is a dude with the red head, right? Yeah, yeah and the
0: black spots.
1: I wasn't big into Star Wars, but if you remember Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3, <laughs> if you did, I think it was either a cheat code or you had to unlock him. I used to skateboard as Darth Maul. Hell yeah. Badass.
0: <laughs> oh, I, f- I forgot. I wrote stuff down here. Paul Blart Mall Cop. Critics hated it. But you know what? I enjoyed it. No, someone don't like it. I give it a
1: thumbs up. Although, oh. I like calling
0: any like, security guard, like if you want to chirp him. What's up, Paul Blart? <laughs> yeah, I know. You know? I think it's because there's a little bit of local bias. Because I talked about this. I was in the studio last week. There's a little bit of local bias because it was filmed in Massachusetts. And some of the stunt scenes were filmed at the mall that we went to when we were growing up at the Central Plaza. with so the Johnny li- Rockets <laughs> Didn't he do Here
2: Comes the Boom right by Quincy High? Too? He, yeah. yeah pre- Literally yeah,
0: inside of Quincy High. Yeah. yeah. They needed a decrepit bill. <laughs> <laughs> so we know it's the exact place. Dad. Damn son. I like I I remember I you know, I will say I have met Kevin James on set and you know, he has a reputation of being kind of an ass, but he was nice to me. I thought he was like a notoriously nice guy. <laughs> no, I heard that he's an I heard that he's an absolute ass. Ah bummer. It's Jerry Seinfeld. The oh, rumor oh, Jerry that, Seinfeld's uh, an ass too. Well, there's
2: a the to rumor to that he charged someone at Quincy High for an autograph. And I didn't know if that was true or if <laughs> someone just said that. Yeah, I'd
0: believe it. That I also like that. sounds
1: like an absolute fib by somebody. Yeah. Oh yeah, he yeah. charged me thirty bucks for this. I'll sell it to you for twenty. <laughs> yeah, <I'm serious.
0: laughs> some hustler. Um, that's a good. That's a good one. So, are there any independent films? We're back on the show. Are there any independent films or smaller films that you kind of wish got more mainstream appeal that more people know about? Even smaller films that kind of fell under the wayside that people just don't know about. Now, Andy can tell you the title. He showed me this film with, is his
1: name Robert Patterson?
2: Oh, it, was, uh, it was Good Time. Yeah. Oh,
1: that movie. Whatever that movie that was, that was, was the best movie Good Time. Yeah. Super fire movie. Good Times,
2: I think. Maybe that's at the end. Yeah, that might be. So, yeah, I never I never heard of it.
0: That's what so I'm saying. That's exactly uh, right. Guys cut gems. Really, it's Robert Pattinson. Epic. It's really good. All I know is that he was, he's, he's supposed to be Batman and he was in tenant kind of. Well, he wasn't it. I'm not going to deny Lieutenant
2: it. trash. People actually should never see that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't care for it. I fell asleep. I will say, however, the woman that played the wife of the mob boss pretty easy on the eyes. <laughs> I'm trying
3: to think of an uh, independent movie. I
0: know. I know. For me, uh, you, I know these guys will know. Uh, I think the A24 has a fantastic catalog. I think when I think of independent films, small films, I go straight to the A24. I wrote down. Um, uh Florida Project, The Farewell, Disaster Artists, 8th Grade, those are some of my favorite movies that they got coming out. And even uh Moonlight uh won Academy Award over La La Land for that. And I think they got I think some they, uh,
2: I think they got some great films. I think they do great dramas and thrillers, but I think a lot of their horror movies fall short. Midsommar they end, being, like, you know, they end up being like yeah, they end up being like these art house horrors that don't really have a plot. And they're just kind of being used to like show off I guess
0: but they know how to do drama I think even too uh neon is kind of coming up as kind of another one I remember they I they did Palm Springs on Hulu I enjoyed Palm Springs and they I think they distributed parasite in the US and I obviously I actually really enjoyed parasite what do you what do you think in yeah. any small uh, films
3: there was a movie that came out in 2019 called American animals that I really liked uh, it's about this like group of teenagers that um plan plan to Steal like the most valuable book in America, and it's because it's a, it's a heist, but it's taking
1: place in a library, which I thought is
3: a really cool. Little yeah,
1: that's
2: <laughs> just It's
1: definitely a good one. It's was the, book, it. was the book, the Captain Underpants Series One Edition, <laughs> yeah,
3: Series One, first edition, first printing.
1: Yeah, like I said, the one in Good Times, the one Andy uh, recommended, and uh, yeah, I'll go with that
0: one. Unappreciated movies. I wanted to write down, I wrote. Uh, the boys, the gentlemen, and game night. No one, no one talks about is it.
2: the boys. The show, the Amazon show. That no, not yeah, not that railed. one.
0: No, the boys is a movie that came out in twenty. I almost said last year. It's twenty twenty one. It came out in twenty nineteen. It's about these three teenage boys. Not teenage boys. They're like preteens. They're like in middle school. I think it's hilarious because usually I hate when boys are like when they have kids swear. Cause I because I just don't think it's like legitimate enough. I think those kids really sell it. They're trying to, like, fix a drone for one of the kids' dads because the kid's home alone and like that. And they're all trying to go, like, to a party to, like, drink a beer and kiss a girl. I I, I can't do it. Justice. <laughs> I think it's I think it's a really funny movie. Uh, Game Night, it's got, a, I think it's Sedacus and Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams, it's about this couple invites all their friends over to play a game. And I've then, seen this one. yeah, I actually really enjoy it. And, and then the whole night goes a little crazy when someone takes the game a little too seriously. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jake Liberty talked about this movie, and I talked about this movie to Shlomo when I first saw it. It's uh, The Gentleman that came out in 2019, 2020. It's a uh, Matthew McConaughey, yeah. aye, 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 where he is uh, an American pot dealer in London, and the local London drug dealer scene are trying to take him down. Classic. That's cool. McConaughey for you. Any other small? I have,
2: yeah, I have two, but I think they're both on Amazon Video. The first one is Sound of Metal.
0: I just watched that a couple it's with nights Riz Ahmed. ago. I yep. just watched I that a couple nights
2: ago. That's a great ago. one. About w- a uh, drummer in his band losing his hearing.
1: Who lost and their hearing? The other
2: one, uh, the student of Ruben, drummer of a band, ah. starts losing his hearing. He has to learn how to deal with it. And the other one is uh by Son of Cronenberg, Possessor, on Amazon. It's like a body horror movie that came out, I think, this year or last year, but it's pretty recent. I thought it was pretty cool. If you're a fan of David Cronenberg, definitely recommend.
0: Are there any um, film franchises or series or cinematic universes that we particularly like? I got you. Uh, MVP, most valuable
1: primate. You ever seen that one? <laughs> oh, <hell yeah>. Classic <laughs> shit, right film, there. So, yeah. man, I've
0: not heard of anything. It's like a this. monkey what? who yeah.
1: is just multifaceted. Uh, the first one, I believe, is he's he's a hockey player. He saves the day, dude. Uh, you know, <laughs> just absolute beast on skates. And a lot more believable than Arizona. He's got like hands. Yeah, he's got and hands. Yeah, he dangles, makes, makes dude. Sense. He snipes. Yeah. He's nice. And then, uh, yeah, you brought up Air Bud. That's another fantastic series.
3: Mighty Ducks is definitely my franchise. If there's any franchise. D one, two, pure and three loyalty to,
1: yeah, Mighty Ducks,
3: and D two is easily the best one.
0: I wrote down. Uh, obviously, I'm a big uh, MCU guy. I really do like the MCU, particularly for me, mid to late MCU, because you know when a lot of the movies were like like intro movies, like you're meeting everyone, they're all not kind of uh, fantastic, but like when you get when you get to know everybody, and then things progress from there, I think it's really good. I really enjoy uh, Pixar. Pixar usually has a... You get, there's, there's a whole Pixar theory that all the Pixar movies are all interconnected and they're right. all related.
2: kind of cool. Uh, a lot of Easter eggs.
0: Yeah, a lot of Easter eggs, like the the Pizza Planet truck is always in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Star Wars 1 through 6 and Rogue One. That's what I wrote down. What do you got, Andy? Get
2: you guys a little fastball here. I think one of the better film franchises, but only because of the third movie, is The Fast and the Furious. Ooh. Let's
1: go. Is that the one with Ludacris? Well, he's in all of them, yeah, but yeah. like Tokyo, uh, which yeah. is the one? Tokyo Drift. Which is, is it Tokyo Drift? Which was like the Isn't epic one? The second?
2: I don't Tokyo really know Drift is movies. the only good one. That's the only one I'll ever rewatch. I think that's
1: the one I'm thinking of.
2: I think I've only seen up to three, actually, but there's like of
1: 12 of them, now, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, dude. There's like a bunch of like, like re- like reboots and stuff like The Rock and uh, I think Jason Statham had their own spinoff.
0: Oh wow, that's right. Uh, that's Hobbs and Shaw. I think that's called. I think I came out one or two yeah. years ago. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't watch these, but I'm aware of the movies going on. This is really really quick impromptu keeper kick movie franchises. Harry Potter. You know what? I was actually gonna
1: circle back to this. You can call me a dork. Call me whatever you want. Oh, wanted. yeah. <laughs> but I love Harry Potter. I think all of the movies are fire. And, uh, and I think
2: five is not, but otherwise. Yeah. Which one's five? Order of the Phoenix. The
1: Phoenix was the dude. best. What are you talking about? The Order of the Phoenix? No, no,
2: no, no, no. no, no. I don't think. It's not the best. But no, it was good. remember Order of the Phoenix.
1: <laughs> you know what they did, which was so strategic, but it also could have you know screwed them over? The Sculpting. last one. Yeah, split I was just about into to bring
2: that two, up,
0: yeah.
1: They split it into two movies, dude.
0: Deathly Hallows Part One and Two. You like Deathly Hallows Part One, where they're finding everything?
1: I thought and it was BS. Everyone did
0: that afterwards, dude. Everyone.
1: everyone
2: split up their last movie after that.
1: Well, I get it. You don't want like a four-hour movie, you know. You don't, you got to split things up. But like, come on, I man. felt
2: like a lot of people were just double dipping. Like, how do you turn The Hobbit into three movies? At least one book.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's nuts.
0: Peter Jackson can find a way. Let's see, uh...
1: Percy Jackson. I know we talked
0: about some previous episodes. Oh my! Well, there's only two of them, so
1: two terrible ones. They did a yeah, shoddy those, job uh, with that.
0: I'll
3: keep and, Harry, and kick uh, Percy.
1: Yeah, keep Harry. See you later, Percy Jackson. 100%. And hey, fun fact: my mother is looking to sell the crib, so we're up in the attic throwing shit out, and I come across a box of mine with book three and four of the Percy Jackson Lightning Thief series. Wow!
2: Are they Seamus's?
1: No, they're mine. <laughs> uh, I gotta find one and two, and I think I'm gonna start rereading them, man. And now <laughs> I kind of understand because I remember as a youth, like I said, I I loved Harry Potter, and I remember people who talk shit about it. Oh, it's so bad, you know. It doesn't relate to the book, and I'd say you know you're a nerd for first of all reading the book, but now after reading Percy Jackson series and seeing just the debauchery of a movie, <laughs> I'm thinking like you know what. What was I? what would what did they miss out on from the, the book of Harry Potter to the movie? Granted the book was bigger than the Bible, so it's yeah. like it, probably a lot of shit, but I thought the movies were fantastic. Can't say the same about Percy. Mm-mm.
0: Hunger Games. Keep
1: it. Uh, that's I think a
0: good one. never seen yeah, it, but for sure.
2: yeah. uh, what'd you say what'd you say, Andy? I mean I've only watched the first two, I think, but as a series, I thought it was fine.
0: I know I and remember enjoying get away
2: from the Hunger Games then it's kind of weird.
0: I remember enjoying the first two and the last one which was the second part of the final book. Literally the first like the last book was didn't was done in two movies but the first part was literally them like they have to go to the the capital to overthrow the president and that was the whole movie just getting there along like they literally could have just won like like whoop all right here we are <laughs> we, we we made it and to make things interesting they killed a bunch of people like halfway through that's, that's what they planned on doing
2: yeah, i felt like the cool thing about the like the books in the series was the actual like hunger games event and mm-hmm. once they got away from that it just didn't really interest me
0: yeah it was literally they only did like it's the hunger games the Hunger Games. we only showed one actual hunger games then they did Hunger Games All Stars, where they brought back like all the all the best ones, and then they didn't even finish it. Spoiler alert: they didn't even finish the Hunger Games All Stars because there was like an uprising or something, and then everyone escaped. And then, all right, Katniss, it's up to you. You're gonna overthrow the president. Like, well, why?
3: <laughs> did you guys ever try watching the Japanese version or movie that came before the Hunger Games oh, Battle
0: Royale?
3: Yeah, that one's brutal.
0: I have not. It's no, really, it's needed. good,
3: but it's it's yeah. it's intense. <laughs> it's like. It makes the Hunger Games seem like so tame and so for children, (laughs) and this one is just like children killing each other. Oh my goodness, gory! Yeah, yeah. three and on kids, punishment kind of thing.
0: That's actually really interesting. You bring up Fitzy. Um, are there any foreign films that anybody here likes? Because there's actually a good uh, question I want to bring up afterwards. But any foreign films? By foreign films, foreign language films. Because you know, you get like movies that come from England yeah movies that yeah, come from I mean, canada yeah it's yeah
2: like Off the rip, we've all seen parasite
0: yeah yeah, yeah but I, I i loved parasite um soma have you seen parasite
1: you're gonna have to you remind me the what studio, the hell I it's think. about
0: parasite is in in layman's terms it's about this rich fan this poor family trying to finesse their way into the lives of a rich family i do not believe i've seen it andy did we
1: did, we, did i watch this with you
2: yeah, I'm pretty sure we put it on at the studio. It was like after we saw um, Knives Out. Oh,
1: Knives Out's good, Power
2: too. Side.
1: All right, then that movie must have sucked because I, I have no <laughs> whoa, recollection Whoa, whoa, whoa. Probably sucked. Uh, no, there's really no foreign films that I can off the rip. There was one that my cousin showed me uh, years ago. I don't know the name. It was some French film. And, you know, reading subtitles wasn't that bad. Um. But yeah, off rip. I mean, I don't know, if you got any. Nah, no, I
3: kind of struggled. And I actually, like, tried to watch one the other day. Uh, Which one? It was... It's not. It's more of a documentary, but it's John Luke Goddard's uh, Sympathy for the Devil, where they're doing... It's about the Rolling Stones, or So I Thought It Was. And then... <laughs> it <laughs> it was tricked like, me. Yeah, yeah. It was just very artsy, interstitial scenes with, like, the Rolling Stones developing that song. And, like, I used to, like put up with these artsy things and be like, "Oh, wow. Yeah, like I'm going oh, to learn something from this." But now I'm just like, "I know I don't like this." And <laughs> nice. so I just started fast-forwarding the interstitial and watching <laughs> only the studios. <laughs> the documentaries Especially. always have
0: that that thing where they like where they twist it. This is what it's actually about. <laughs> like when I saw Three Identical Strangers, it was originally all like, yeah, "Oh, nuts." <laughs> yeah, it's about, "Oh, these three kids who were all separated at birth and now they're together." But the movie's actually about how New York was complicit in the separation of children and adoptions, so they could see how people are raised differently and see how how, how different they turn out. I'm just like sitting there watching on CNN. I'm like, Jesus Christ! Yeah. And they're all like, and then one of the spoiler alert one of the three brothers uh were like succumb to like drugs and fame, and then he he died. I'm all like, Jesus Christ! I was this is not what I was expecting. Like that, that's why I'm afraid to watch uh, that Mister Rogers documentary. Mm-hmm like 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 oh, he turn- Tom Hanks? No, not the movie, like the actual yeah. documentary about him. Like you're afraid like, "Oh, and I and I love the children." There's but- no
3: real uh, terrifying twist he- in that one. it's just heartwarming
2: kind of thing. Yeah, it could be. be I, I don't know. He's a good guy. Yeah,
0: yeah, he is, but it could be Mr. Rogers' home life was horrible and his wife would beat him up all the time. It yes. could be like stuff like that. Like, I don't want to know that. But
3: Thankfully, there isn't. It's more just like that the public was really rude to Mr. Rogers. Oh, like, co- oh, he was like on. the nicest guy ever, and the public just assumed he was like a pedophile and stuff like that. Oh, okay, And like the well. Simpsons shit on him and stuff. Everyone. Yeah. everyone. Poor Even Mr. though Rogers. he was literally just the nicest guy that ever lived.
0: Poor Mr. Rogers. But it was uh, Parasite I liked, Train to Busan, which I talked about on the show before. I remember watching Roma on Netflix when that came out. I'm personally not that good at subtitles. Like, well, well, because I can't read. I know how to read, but it's, you know, it's a balancing act. You got to read what they're saying, but you got to take in the art. I came here to watch, not to read. I know. And I saw uh, Sputnik recently because I was like, I'm cra- <laughs> I'm craving like I know I'm craving like some good science fiction, <laughs> mm. and I'm all like, oh, I hear this is pretty good. You know, word of mouth. I turn it on. I'm all like, this is not as good as I thought it would be. It's a it's a Russian movie, so you got to go back and forth with that. I'm all like, oh wow, this is their this is their alien, huh? Cool. <laughs> but I want to ask everyone which country's films have made the most cultural impact here in America. Mm because i'd say probably india right bollywood really yeah in my in in my opinion i think there's kind (laughs) of well let me tell you why i think there's been in america at least a cultural resistance to indian film i don't know if that's just me because you remember the whole uh pewdiepie t-series thing that's on youtube in short pewdiepie is a content creator like he's the guy like he's you know he's the final say he's a guy that you can like he's the face of everything on here but t series it's a it's a corporation it's a company and it's from India and they do like you know music videos and they do movie clips it's basically corporation versus you know small creator and I think that has kind of built in more towards a resistance to Indian media that's just the way that I see it if mm-hmm. that is that's the case wity what do you think
3: uh for the most cultural impact or yeah cultural impact um- I mean, it's probably, like, the UK or France or something, because it's, like, stuff that we oh, actually, yeah. like, are willing to palate. Yeah. But I don't think that stuff necessarily counts if it's in our home
1: language. Yeah, or... the way that I That's see why, it... That's yeah, why, yeah, my gut like... was, like, UK, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, outside of that, dude, I'm thinking, like, India, bro. The way that I yeah. see it... And I maybe... mean, they had a
3: hell of a run, dude. Like, Slumdog Millionaire, Life of Pi. Mm-hmm. That was, like, back-to-back, almost. Oh, dude, yeah. what about, <laughs> Two like... Two whole films? What about
1: China? Like, you know, like, kung fu action movies?
0: Mm-hmm. That's a good point, too, yeah. You know? Yeah, and we uh,
3: do, like, just steal Japanese movies all the time, and then nobody knows about it. <laughs> like, yeah. The Departed is a Japanese movie.
0: Is it really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The Departed, dude, really. Yeah. And not think, anymore. I think
3: it's called Infernal Affairs.
0: Infernal but, Affairs. Yeah. The way that I see wow. it, maybe Andy can back me up on this. I From, like, the past, like, let's just say 100 years or so, just less than 100 years, I think in, like, post-World War II, like, around that, the movies that were big in America were French and Italian films. Like these art. Yeah. Like these art house films and like, like the, cause they were like, you know, they want new stuff. And then kind of like in the, in the sixties and the seventies in came all the movies from like the UK, the British invasion. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, the stuff from Japan, I think right now, the two, in my opinion, the two um, countries that have the biggest influence is in our film industry is Japan and South Korea. Because I think South Korea is all like, because you know, I saw you know, Snowpiercer, which isn't it's like co-produced with the South Korean company, Parasite and Train to Busan. I can take the I can take the hands off the wheel. They know what they're doing over in South Korea, and like they, they put out some good stuff. And Japan, you know, Japan has a their massive massive input on a culture around the world.
3: Yeah, I think I think it's got to be Japan actually. Just thinking of like, but the if amount we of stuff you
0: you interact with daily. Yeah. But if we lived in another country we would say the united states
2: i think in terms of like affecting our movie industry like it's not necessarily their movies affecting us but i think that a lot of movies will add things in to pander to like a chinese audience mm-hmm. because that's where a ton of money comes in from like mm-hmm. a lot of big action movies are just receiving millions from like chinese studios so they have to do certain things but that's just like more affecting the movie making yeah, that's Rather a whole than their movies affecting ours.
0: That's true. That's a whole nother like issue of it of itself because you know these studios they gotta try to make a product that's palatable and accessible. Not accessible, but like people would want to see it. Like stuff isn't always going to sell. Like if we do a movie, like I don't think like a movie like straight out of Compton would do well in China. You never know, dude. <laughs> no, I I know I know it, <laughs> it will not. <laughs> but uh, what Andy brought up is a good point. Sometimes they change some things around. To make it more, oh, what's the word? Like, yeah, it is palatable, palatable to uh, other audiences. Even here in America, we're we're guilty of this. I think there be, there'd be Hollywood movies where they would have to like cut back on like black people like in the same room or the when they do stuff about slavery because they want people in the South to buy movie tickets. Like they, they would do it affects, stuff.
2: Like uh, that. It affects a lot of movie posters too. I'll say, mm-hmm. yeah, the where, like, Star Wars change right. around, yeah, universe movie.
0: Oh yeah, they got rid of uh John Boyega on the Chinese posters cuz there're no black people in China.
1: Yo, you guys ever uh listen to dub like dubbed versions of movies or oh, TV shows? Yeah. yeah. yeah dude. Like the German SpongeBob is
3: so hilarious. So the mighty ducks Spanish—it's spanish. so funny and we had a like we had like the laziest spanish teacher in the world in middle school and just i remember one class was literally just putting on the mighty ducks with a spanish dub <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome it was awesome that senor ducksworth quack quack quack
0: <laughs> absorb <laughs> absorb and you will speak like them
3: yes. i was like i honestly like aspired to have that level <laughs> nailing it cared, in yeah, yeah that's impressive <laughs> Ah, Is there an SAP button?
0: (laughs) Yeah, we're gonna press this right here. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, do you guys have any animated films that you guys like? I have a million animated
1: films I like, dude. Feel free, feel free. Well, if I mean, we could talk straight animations. You want to talk crossovers, half Mm -hmm. animation, half real? The SpongeBob SquarePants movie, Hasselhoff comes in to save the day. Um, But, you know, any of the Shrek movies, Mm. which Fitzy brought up the Wollaston Theater, there was actually a theater in Quincy Center. I I believe it was like Patriot Cinema. It was some shanty place in the basement of this building. (laughs) That place rocked. And uh, very sketchy. Who knows what went down in there? But uh, what did go down is I watched Shrek 2 in there once upon a time back then. Spongebob
3: movie twice there. Did you? Yep.
1: (laughs) Tickets were like maybe like oh. seventy five. No, the tickets were like three dollars.
3: Seventy five cents,
1: <laughs> literally three bucks. It was literally three dollars. Yeah, that's one of those things that's gonna age you. Like <laughs> it's like oh, we used to go see a
3: movie for three
1: dollars. But no, I say that because the last time I went to the movies, you know, other than going to see Black Panther. And just being furious, yeah. like, dude, I'm paying twenty dollars from for these tickets. Yeah. I well, you want the well, well like you want DVD
3: copy. <laughs> yeah. What do I
1: get?
0: Popcorn, twelve dollars for a small. Like, yeah. Really? For the record, Slomo did want the movie theaters that recline, so they're gonna charge more for maintenance. Oh yeah. And you know what? During the pandemic,
1: they said like, you know, movie theaters they're going out of business, and for whatever reason, somebody on Reddit was like, "We're saving AMC." And I was like, you know what? I can respect that. And then they said, oh, we're going to save GameStop. And I was like, hold up. Those crooks? You want to <laughs> yeah. save those crooks? <laughs> very different people. <laughs> who I spent $60 in a game. And then six months later, they're like, yeah, we'll give you about 40, $0.45, $0.50 cents for that game. It's like, you criminals. <laughs> but AMC, all right. I, I, I'm with the saving of Rest them. Rest in piss. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, da- that's the thing, man. As things open back up, you want to talk about date nights, man? Movie theater is a classic date, like you know, first yeah. maybe four or five dates, and even once you're dating somebody, you know, out of nowhere, hey, you want to go see a movie this weekend, right? Beautiful, beautiful idea.
3: I hope they come back roaring after the pandemic. But it, it
1: needs to see. have separation, though. But right. that's the only concern where it's like, all right, if there's we less all seats, some separation. But here's the thing, Fitzy, uh-huh. if there's less seats in the theater, like you know, they used to jam pack them in, right? Uh huh. Then they went to the big ass chairs. Oh, now. Let's say there's only 25 seats in the room. Think about that ticket price, man.
0: Yeah, it's going to be like a concert. It's
1: going to be like 45, 50 bucks to watch a movie. Damn.
0: Per per seat, per ticket.
1: Don't that, even get me started on the popcorn. That's, <laughs> that's concerning. That's, yeah. that's
0: why Disney's holding off on Black Widow. We're not going to put it on Disney Plus. We want to make our money back. <laughs> it's true. Animated movies that I liked. I remember when I was growing up, I had a core 3 of ones that would, I always would watch. It would be Mulan. Because, you know, at the time, us... P- a- Asian Pacific Islanders, Mulan that's all we had. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it's still great, way better than this this piss Mulan that we got in that in 2020. <laughs> but uh Mulan the Lion King, it's 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 garbage, I hate it. The Lion King is. You a had
3: Pulan right there. You <laughs> went piss
1: Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You went with piss Mulan
0: instead. And uh and Toy Story. The Pulan. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was those three. We're going to put that on the shirt just for you guys. Piss Mulan. Mass Music Radio. But um the Toy Story franchise, the first 3, like I love the first 3. Um the 4th one not so much. I don't like the 4th one. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I didn't like it. Uh what else did? I, um The Incredibles. It's actually I think The Incredibles is according to Rotten Tomatoes and even just throughout is considered the best superhero movie like of all time.
3: I uh, love The Incredibles. Yeah, The Incredibles is great. Yeah.
0: I mean of all time that's kind of a stretch. Well, what would be but, what would be the the Dark Knight that would be the Dark Knight and Black Panther? Those would be the only other ones that could knock it off, and maybe Infinity War.
1: Yeah, Dark Knight yeah. is definitely up there, dude. But in terms of
0: animation,
1: yeah, Let's I see, what see it being Shrek, dude. How, are you, gonna get, how are you gonna get rid of Shrek? The Simpsons
3: movie was pretty good. That was like was kind actually, of the end of the Simpsons, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> being you're right. funny. I feel
0: like it was like. <laughs> Yeah, they said they—they were like, "Oh, we're just gonna—we're
3: gonna blow it all on this one." Yeah,
0: (laughs) just—they did. This will be it. Uh, Finding Nemo, I really liked. Oh, I love Finding Nemo. I I just remember just the vastness of the ocean. Uh, For a long time, and Fitzy will get a little triggered by this. Finding Nemo was one of the heavy uh, uh, impacts of me wanting to get into marine biology, Mm. along with stopping whaling. (laughs) Wailing <laughs> Oh man. I found that video in my archives. <laughs> so I think you I think it was you, Connor and Ellis, you made it where well, you did like the where well, you found like old footage and you compared it to now. And I literally my voice my voice sounds like this. And I'm all like, Oh my god <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, man. Yeah, whaling is bad. Please stop that. Is that when
1: they kill whales, I'm guessing, right? Yeah. Essentially, Wasn't
3: yeah. Wasn't there like a TV show like hot in the streets around then? The <laughs> the Whale Wars, or, yep. Yeah. Whale Wars. Were
0: well, they killing them for the blubber? <laughs> um, they were killing them for science, but then, oh, well, well we science. killed them. The that sounds up... like a noble. <laughs> we're doing it for science. Yeah, yeah, you so can't, like... can't
3: say science. You gotta...
0: <laughs> well, they, well, here's the thing. They killed them for science, and so they go, <laughs> well, we don't want to have them go to waste, so then they'd sell the meat off. Oh, okay. So that's, that's what would happen? Speaking <laughs> of meat, Ratatouille I enjoyed. <laughs> Good movie. I enjoyed Ratatouille. Uh, oh,
3: I never quite understood Ratatouille. I got I like one it. that's going
0: to blow your minds. Stuart Little. Ooh. Stuart Little. Great I, I did too. I go, to me, Stuart Little was just kind of one of those early 2000 movies that turned my brain off. <laughs> like, my
1: name is Stuart. Dun, 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 dun. Dude, he pulls up in a little red sports car. Stuart Little's a gangster, bro. Uh,
3: what was that uh, animated movie in like the mid two thousands? That it wasn't um, Pixar, but it was like it was like adjacent, similar style, and making fun of like all these really popular folklores. Oh, I remember it was like really funny too. And there was like the goat riding the uh, the roller coaster. The mind.
0: Hoodwinked? Hoodwinked, yes. <laughs> oh, Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, I loved yeah. Hoodwinked. Hoodwinked slept on.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's honestly so, true.
0: Hoodwinked, I think don't they have a lot of
2: sequels? Uh, I, thought, I think there's a two, but I don't know if it like ever right. any traction.
0: I get it
3: confused with Over the Hedge, right? Isn't that the other
0: There's one? only one over the hedge. Okay. Uh let's see. Uh Soul, I enjoy. Yeah, Soul was good. Soul was one of the movies I have I almost like cried in only because it's a very existential thing, like like, what's your purpose? Like, what are you doing
3: here? Yeah, putting that out in the middle of a pandemic when you can really not act on your purpose. Like, yeah. there's so
0: many barriers in your way. Like, come on, Disney. they literally, they that. literally go. Maybe you're Save better that one. They literally it's evergreen. Say, yeah. They literally <laughs> say to the main character, "Maybe you're better off dead." Oh my god, <laughs> this is not for children. Yeah,
1: uh, Andy, you got any animated films?
2: Uh, I think mine would probably skew more Japanese because I feel like the animated movies I watch are all like Ghibli movies. Mm or Ghibli, I guess. But my favorite would probably be Spirited Away.
0: Spirited Away is pretty good. That
3: was like terrifying at a young age. I remember seeing that when I was a little too young and being like, "Oh my god, are my parents
5: going to turn into pigs?" <laughs> 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 Let's see.
0: Um, Onward, but that came out at the beginning of the pandemic. It's about it's Tom Holland Chris Pratt, they're blue elves, magicians mm-hmm. looking to find find their dad. Uh, I remember we had to watch WALL-E for film studies, Shlomo. Do you remember that? I do. and uh, I enjoyed WALL-E. It was one of the only movies I liked in that class. <laughs> yeah, the, that class didn't like us. I'm curious what a high school film studies class. I believe we spoke you. on it
1: on previous episodes. Antonio and I took a film studies class in high school. and uh,
0: Who
3: was the teacher for that? Mr. Collum.
1: Mm. It was pretty chips, I'm not going to lie.
3: Those, I'm going to be friends <laughs> with the students.
1: <laughs> the only thing I really, really oh, liked, well. we learned about uh, film noir and the the most interesting point was like super overanalyzing film where like the bad guy has something like they'll be in like a smoky room and they'll have the uh Venetian blinds and it creates like bars on the on the character. Mm-hmm. And that's supposed to symbolize like this person's either going to turn bad or that's the evil person mm-hmm. and like subtle nuances like that where I was like, all oh, right this class is kind of dope. But after that, it was like very, very boring. I remember t- learning uh, like storyboarding mm-hmm. and having to draw like 28 different like little like the box that you would get was probably the size of like a quarter. So you had to draw a scene in there. And I'm like, I'm not the best artist. I'm like, we're getting reamed. Like, we did that
0: man. all the time. Broadcasting didn't
1: yeah, bother didn't us. did you
3: like have to do that in broadcasting? Almost like to, <laughs> for sometimes. Like, only
1: sometimes. Yeah. Only sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I would get absolutely reamed, but sorry to go off on a tangent.
0: <laughs> Let's see, uh, I remember the Lego movies, one and two, not like the spinoffs, like Batman and Ninjago, but I love the first two Lego movies. We talked about the Lego movie in uh, the hype episode, which is a couple weeks ago for Mm -hmm. you guys. Uh, End of the Spider-Verse I enjoyed. That's uh, the... I remember watching it, and I'm just sitting, because it's a different art style of animation, just like, it's not as smooth, but that's the point. I remember sitting there going man, this could have used just one more render. Just <laughs> one more render, make it a bit smoother, because I'm not really digging it right now. I shut up another 10 minutes. I'm like, no, no, this is the right thing to do. They made the right call. Yeah, it was nice. It was like, it was like watching a comic book. It was yeah, pretty cool. exactly. And, um, of course, I have to give a shout-out to the Disney Renaissance back in 89, where Disney turned back on. They turned things around. Little Mermaid, uh, Beauty and the Beast, uh, Lion King, Mulan. Some some people like Aladdin. Shout out to Disney, baby. Oh, they so get, crushed the 90s. Yeah, they're, they're getting a little and big. And they came back around. Uh, which, because you bring up a good point, which studio, animation studio, makes the best animated films? I mean, it's got to be Pixar, right? Yeah.
1: Pixar. Yeah. Across the board.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm leaning Pixar as well. But yeah. the question is why? Because I know it got a little quiet. They're well, nice with it. <laughs>
1: In terms of animation,
2: Pixar is definitely unmatched.
3: I feel like I, they don't rush things, which I appreciate. Like they don't try and like inundate you with movies. Like they're like, we're gonna do one banger <laughs> like
0: each year, maybe yeah. two. Yeah.
3: Like I, I, don't, I like that they don't overwhelm you with.
0: And crap. how many? Let me ask you. How many flops has Pixar had?
2: A couple, honestly. They yeah. have like not. W- I think they have like one. Like the good dinosaur.
0: Like yeah, the good thing. dinosaur. People, I remember people didn't. Wasn't or... there a
2: was like, story one like Cars badly
3: reviewed or
0: something? I think it was Cars 2. I think Cars 3 was better than Cars 2. Mm. Monsters University.
1: Yo, we didn't I even say like Monsters, Monsters, Monsters Inc. dude.
0: Monsters Inc.'s really good. <laughs> Slap, dude. I love that movie. Yeah. I'll kill thousands of children before I let this company die. <laughs>
3: So weirdo, that has become like conspiracy
0: theory fuel
3: now. <laughs> what the Monsters Inc. Like the QAnon people think that that is like loosely re- like real life. What <laughs> yeah, really like our elites? Oh, oh my are god, that's right. Adrenochrome.
0: That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And Steve Buscemi plays Randall. Yeah,
1: that's crazy, dude.
3: I like that. There's somebody at home that can
0: watch Monsters Inc. Like, <laughs> this is it. This like is what... like, a, like it was a documentary. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this nuts. is
0: what those Clintons are doing. Yeah. They're going into children's rooms at night and they're sucking out their screams.
3: Actually, typing.
0: It's <laughs> brilliant. That's so funny. I never even thought of that. And I know this is a good point that um, Andy brought up. Uh, do you guys prefer the CGI? Or the hand-drawn animated films, because you know what, there's up and downs to both. Uh
2: I guess I don't have a preference because my favorite animation movies are 2D, but I also really like 3D animation too. I think my favorite form of animation is probably claymation,
0: though. Um, oh,
2: stop motion, Wallace and Gromit can't be beat. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm kind of thinking with um, I really it's hand-drawn animation is something that I have like immense respect for you know because they gotta draw you know everything and then if they're lucky enough they can reuse a lot of it but they gotta draw like every single freaking thing they gotta move every single thing it's a very time-consuming kind of thing and i think when modern ones come out a lot of them just kind of get slipped under the rug like no one really knows what's going on you want to take over james
4: to step out for a bit but uh yeah I'll, i'll be here to join uh the conversation a bit
0: what, what, what do you What do
4: you think of Fitzy?
3: I think I'm more of a CGI guy for yeah. uh, for like feature length movies. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know something about that I I enjoy. But for TV, it's all 2D, is what. I That's right. Kind of dig like King of the Hill and Simpsons. And,
0: and the funny uh, thing, so. is, from what I've seen, when I see like a three like a 3D CGI like television show, it comes off as cheap.
3: Yeah, yeah, because you have to rush to make
0: these
4: yeah. <laughs> episodes. What, what do you think of James? Uh, well. When I was over here listening, I couldn't um, help but to think back to one of my favorite animated movies growing up, which was Looney Tunes Back in Action. Oh. With, um, what's that fellow's name? He, he fell off. Brandon Fraser.
0: Oh, Brandon Frazier,
4: yeah. Fraser, yeah. The and I forget who was the, uh, the woman lead of that film, but she was absolutely gorgeous. And that's one of my favorite all-time animated films. And it's being so, like, bewildered of, like... The, the combination of real life and, and uh, animation really had me shook.
2: You know what did that really well too was Who Framed Roger Rabbit.
4: I know. I, know, I was literally just about to say
0: shout out to Who Framed Roger Rabbit. What happened yeah. to Space Jam too with LeBron? Is that Not working? No, they're working on it right now. Right. I, right, think, yo, I think. Be. You, whoever mentioned Brendan Fraser, man.
1: I brought this up in a morning show topic on weaponry. <laughs> so he uh one does. I believe it's George of the Jungle, strong as he can be. Was that was that the movie it was? Probably. With yeah, Brennan yeah. Fraser. Yeah, yeah. He's something. in it. I just remember him using the uh the poison darts with the straw like to <laughs>
0: into the neck. That was the first time uh, I ever saw one of those things. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, uh, no, we were just going to ask you something like what do you prefer like uh when it's animated, do you like uh 2D, 3D? Uh, I know um and it just brought up claymation. Is there any uh thing that you prefer? I will say I like? do
1: not prefer claymation, uh, where it's like, you know, I respect the art of it where it's like frame by frame. Like that's very difficult to do. And it's very cool, but to watch it, I'm not really a fan of it, to be honest. Uh I like the you know, it's maybe it's because of nostalgia, but like the Lion King, like the early nineties one. Mm-hmm. was thats that is that that's just regular 2d right yeah Yeah. i like that just the movements i get it's a little choppy or whatever but i don't know there's just sort of like a childlike you know wonder there It's like i just remember sitting in front of my my big ass like vhs tv and just soaking it all in i mean that was like the peak of quality for me i don't need no plasma screen curve (laughs) hdmi whatever 3d yeah 3d tv 4d 4k no Gimme you know what I'm saying, just regular quality. I'm a simple guy. And that made that 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 made that whole experience great for you, right? Oh yeah. Dude, they would put it on a VHS for all you youngsters that don't know what that is. Vehicular Which is essentially homicide. bubble case ruled. Remember oh the bubble case? yeah, Dude, essentially play. you could beat the absolute hell out of it, <laughs> yeah. and you just hit it, pop it in the rewinder, and it's good to go. Like those things were built for like having children. you could just Nuclear smash war. Yeah, you drop it off wherever the top shelf doesn't matter. Like it's ready to go.
0: uh Nowadays you get a DVD and a little bit of scratch on it. There it goes. Oh my god. There yeah. it goes. Like like one, one one scratch you're not going to know you're you're going to Paint me like one of your french girls. Facts. <laughs> That's true. Yo, you know how
1: vinyls came back around? Yeah. I knew
0: it. I knew I they can would. almost guarantee that VHSs will come back around. I agree. Oh, Cuz you know what? I think I thought tapes were coming back. You know why? Guardians of the Galaxy, mm. because Guardians of the Galaxy, Peter Cole walking around with a tape and a Walkman, he listened to his awesome, jam- awesome jams mix, mm-hmm. and then I'm all like, "They're gonna come back, tapes are gonna come back," because I knew records were gonna come back. I literally like had all those record sources held on for another couple of years; they would have made it all back, they'd have been fine. But you know, that's not what ended up happening. They had to redo all these new records now. And before we go, um, to all those ins- aspiring filmmakers out there. <laughs> a manhandling fitzy what makes a film great like when we like you know when you sit and you sit and you watch a good movie and you just go wow that was great like what makes a movie like just memorable long-lasting like something that you want to recommend to people because like we all have preferences of the genres and actors and movie studios but you know sometimes a film just breaks in and you go like wow that was fantastic
3: I don't think it's one specific thing. I think mm-hmm. it's
0: you got it's it's a great combination of everything. Yeah, like, everything's got to go right.
3: Yeah, like, like you, how so? From top to bottom, like you got to have I think soundtracks are very important. I think who your lead actors are is going to be very important. And just the overall, I don't know, you like you kind of want a director who has like a style, their own unique look i don't want to look at something like i'm watching the same movie like this could be anybody Mm -hmm. like i like when you know like this is who made this and this it looks like this for a reason but i don't think it's one thing that makes a movie great i think you need a lot of things
0: coming together well if you could pick one
3: (laughs) the most (laughs) important part Mm.
1: it's tough
0: we'll we'll wait i'm gonna (laughs) piggyback
1: on fitzy i think it's two things that make movies great (laughs) we're coming back to you Fitzy. the first thing is either a at the end there is a oh shit moment Mm -hmm. where you're like it blows your mind Uh, you know like an inception where you're like yo he was in there the whole time right or uh a movie that is similar to like a i i compare it to like an episode of curb your enthusiasm it all comes full circle and you just have that just feeling of like ah like everything like little nuances at the beginning little uh telltale signs if you will Mm -hmm. and later on it's revealed and you're like i knew it all along like you get that feeling and by the end of the movie everything is resolved and you just you have that sense of clarity and peace Very vague, I know, but, like, that's for me... That payoff, yeah. Yeah, that element of, like, wow. Like, the good guy gets what he wants, the bad guy is rotten in hell, (laughs) wherever, in jail. And, uh, you know, things just happen, man. Mm -hmm. The way they're supposed to happen.
0: What
2: are you thinking, Andy? What makes a film great? Maybe it's just my monkey brain. And, like, I know a great movie doesn't need this, but I think when a movie has this, it's awesome. Is when there's, like, a really good twist that you actually don't see coming. That that's, that's like, true. Yeah, a I, real Shyamalan ass twist that'll just hit you, and you're like, "Whoa, that made it worth it." You know,
0: it's true. I saw a movie last night. It's called. Uh, my mom wanted to watch it because no one else wanted to watch any of the. No one wanted to watch Nomad Land, No one wanted to watch *Judas and the Black Messiah*. So we, my mom, God bless her, she's down, down and at home. Let
1: me guess. She rented *Death to Smoogi*.
0: No, <laughs> she picked a movie called uh, *The Postcard Killings*, starring jeffrey dean morgan aka oh. negan from the walking dead and i'm sitting there i'm all like oh i'm not gonna like it. i'm not gonna like it. i'm not gonna like it there's a good like halfway through, like there's some there's a there's a murderer about and literally first five minutes i go it's him he he's the he's the one he, he he's he's it i can see it from a mile away i was wrong what a twist because the person of interest is a person of interest to the to the killers and the killer's gone. I'm like, all right, all right. Well, now we know who it is. I actually, I liked that. That was, that was a pretty good twist. I mean, I could, now, now that I get, yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And it's a movie that does a lot of telling instead of showing. But you know what? I did enjoy it. I think for me, what makes a good movie is, you know, basic, in all the basics of filmmaking, we as filmmakers, you know, we filmmakers here, <laughs> we're storytellers. We want to tell a good story and we want to use everything in our 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 range our orbit to really make that good story. Cause a lot of these films that like, instead of survive the ages, like you can just relate to the core comes to the story. I think we all get, we all understand Luke Skywalker. We get, and we understand, you know, Cinderella, we get Shrek, like we get their problems because, you know, we see a lot of ourselves in them. So it's a matter of story. And just exactly what you said, if everything just has to flow, like, for example, the ending to Empire Strikes Back. At the end of Empire Strikes Back, all the heroes, um, they're, re- they're really down in the dumps because they lost. Uh, Han Solo's gone, and and, and uh, some dark secrets been revealed, and all the rebels are hiding, hiding off in space. And you have that J- John Legend. You have that John Williams score, and you have the models of the spaceships, and you just have the way the camera goes. And you go, da 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 It's great. It really just comes down to just being satisfied with how the story has ended. And I think everything else that's thrown on top of there when it comes to the acting when it comes to music and everything else, it's just kind of like the bonus. To Mm -hmm. me, I think it's all about that story. Mm -hmm. Gotta have a good script. Yep. Yep
3: and it's true of like like even like for film snobs like like you know, all the way no i mean i feel like i'm the furthest thing from a from a film snob where like if like happy gilmore is like gonna be one of my <laughs> gonna be in my top five all time hell yeah <laughs> like, but that and like an oscar-winning movie still just have a, a good story that draws you in and you see some of yourself and the protagonist
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm and um that was a uh, movies we like and i hope you uh Take a look at all the movies that we mentioned. Like That's a smoochie. Go watch or, it if
1: you want. You yeah. can watch it with me. <laughs>
0: DVD Have copy. it on
1: DVD. Probably rare. Who knows? Yeah, you should hold on to that thing. Yeah, you should. Oh, yeah.
0: And then you should sign a, a little paper case. It like, belongs to Sean LeBeau. Property of. Even though I confiscated it from where, whoever owned it before me. You can put an air date mentioned on MMR Talks. on. Uh, I think this is going to come out on March 9th. I'm not entirely sure. Um, But before we go, I want to ask everyone a nice fun question. Because you know about our fun questions, right? You listen to the show. Yes, yes, I'm familiar with the fun questions. So the fun question today is, and maybe James wants to get involved too. You get to star in a film remake or reboot of your choosing. What is it and how do you make it in your vision? (laughs) I already got this one. All right, sock it. I am going to star
1: in the reboot of Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. going for seven more movies. This is it 7 or 8 they have now? I believe it's 7. It's 7 books, 8 movies, I think. That sounds right. And we're changing the name. It's going to be Shlomo Bo and the dot dot dot, you know what I'm saying? We're going to each ap- each one is going to switch up. It's going to be same same place, same setting. We're going to be at Hogwarts. Hagrid's going to be there. And uh, you know, Lord Voldemort, he's got a cousin from uh from from weymouth and i'm gonna defeat him but it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be me and him <laughs> battling out in hogwarts i get to fly on the broom uh and just just cause havoc out there i'm doing magic and i bring my boys with me you know what i'm saying is sheamus gonna be malfoy no Seamus is gonna be uh my he's gonna be Neville. one of the teachers bro like oh. snape like Ooh. who you think he's evil? Turns out he fucking saves the day half the time. So Seamus is definitely there. Jimmy's with me in the scenes. He's more my like my Ron Weasley in the cut, Mac and Hose doing what he does.
0: <laughs> That's not what Ron does. Yeah, yo, know, you found maybe, out he was, books, yeah. <laughs> he was with Hermione. He was
1: with Hermione doing his thing. But uh, yeah, man, just having all kinds of just shenanigans. It would you know Harry Potter was a very serious film. This would be more of a comedy, uh, murder drama series.
0: And uh, yeah, would you follow the whole the whole arc of the books? Like Voldemort's coming back, and you're gonna get him? No, it would be
1: Shlomo Bow and the empty bottle. That'd be the first one. It ends with me smashing a bottle off of uh, the the antagonist's head to save the save the day.
0: Not Professor. Spoiler Quill, alert, was-
1: Antonio. If you'd like, you could play the antagonist. My archenemy.
0: Oh, oh, my God. I, I do a really good... Uh, uh, what's this guy? Who's the bad guy? Voldemort.
1: No, no, no. Different name. I
0: killed it. Uh, moldy Your name so, is going to be... Nope.
1: Your name is going to be Smitty Peterson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I killed the boy.
1: No, I changed it. You're going to be Skippy Peterson.
0: Not Skippy Peterson.
1: <laughs> and I'm going to refer to you as Sir Skips a lot. And you're going to be <laughs> skipping along, and I'm going to bottle you to end you. <laughs>
0: With that uh with that uh breakaway bottle that I don't see. Well I don't have my glasses on.
1: Here's the thing. Yeah, you're, you're gonna be face down a pool of blood as the first movie is about to end. Um we already <laughs> left the scene. You're you're laying down the concrete and we're gonna the camera's gonna be sideways on your face, bloody. Oh, yeah. And then your eyes are gonna open and the movie ends. Sets it up for oh, the what? sequel. Sets it <laughs> up for the sequel. You gotta re- you gotta avenge yourself.
0: Where do I sign? <laughs> I'm kinda thinking, um, one of my favorite film franchises that I really enjoy is uh, the one with Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. A little one <gasps> called uh, Rush Ooh. Hour. Ooh, nice. So I want to star in the reboot of Rush Hour with, and it's easy to pick Kevin Hart. So I'm not going to pick Kevin Hart. So I'm picking, like, Hannibal Burris, <laughs> Antonio Wankawili and Hannibal Burris in Rush <laughs> Hours, the new 4, 5, and 6. The only issue is I don't know what kind of crimes we're going to be able to solve where you're like, setting i you know right here in boston love it <laughs> it's like it's like Hannibal. we have to we have to find all, all these counter for drugs no nah, man i don't know <laughs> i just think uh, they just think it'd be great we have a great dynamic and we'll be able to play off each other and then we'll all get into these cool fights like like imagine there's like nuclear there's nuclear weapons in castle island like under un, under oh, the wow yeah, we gotta we gotta stop it
3: i like, Stuff that.
0: like that what do you think it Fitzy?
3: I'm thinking I so I've been obsessed with that story out of the Super Bowl of the guy who streaked onto the field. I don't know if it's real that he actually bet $50,000 on it and like to win like $350,000, but I just love that story. So I'm doing Uncut Gems 2 <laughs> featuring you, hell yeah, <laughs> featuring his son
5: cuz He oh, does have, have spoilers, a spoilers,
3: no spoilers, but the son loved to gamble. Kind of looked like the guy who did the streaking. So I'm thinking, it's the thing. <laughs> I made a bet. I think that's going to come back, but with his son. I love it. As the Super Bowl streaker.
2: There
0: you go. That's his big bet. And Uncut Gems has a whole other meaning. Mm-hmm.
2: What about you, Andy? <laughs> that was a good one. You know what? I'm going to save the world a lot of headache. I'm going to remake The Phantom Menace. <laughs> and I will play Anakin Skywalker. Hell yeah, yeah. Yes. As a child. And you know what? I'm gonna intentionally throw the Padres so that Wado would keep me and my mom forever. <laughs> <laughs> and then what? Can't and then on the slaves.
0: Can you uh, can you ask uh, if you're Natalie Portman or she's an angel?
2: No, because I'll never meet her. It's me, Shmi, and Wado for the rest of our life.
0: <laughs> I love it, uh, James. I know. I feel like James has something to say. James, you want
4: any reboots you want to do? Well, as I, as much as I would love to reboot um, my role in Antonio versus Paper Gangster, yeah, uh, cult classic <laughs> we made in high school, Could forget
0: smacking the shit out of Fitzy, <laughs> yeah,
4: a classic movie. Uh, but I actually think I would like to reboot um, and remake The Passion of the Christ <laughs> with Yours Truly playing Jesus, and this you know spice it up a little bit, give it a give it a tang, give it a twenty twenty one. Spin on things, maybe actually make it a modern version of Passion of Christ, and and make it like um, have it in Quincy Point, and just have uh the same kind of concept, but a lot more guns, and um, beautiful actresses, and yeah, and just kind of make it a, a action horror comedy, comedy sk- skin <laughs> flick, um, Passion of the Christ with Jimmy Askins.
0: I'm just picturing like. James Askin's walking up like a giant hill with a cross, and everyone's going "boo, Jesus, boo!" and they just ran. to the shoot at the ground? He walks on "boo,
1: Jesus." I'm gonna wonder how many people are gonna look up skin flicks on <laughs> 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 Netflix
5: tonight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh my god! And um, before we go, uh, I want to ask everyone if they have any recommendations for our fair and amazing listeners before we head out. I will say, um, I will. I was watching Hulu uh, last night. And I've rediscovered a show that I really love. It's called Cutthroat Kitchen. If anyone's ever heard of it, Fitzy, is that a yes? No, I've not heard. Cutthroat Kitchen is a weekly cooking competition show where they bring in four new chefs every every, every episode, where they have to make some, they have to make a dish, and they got to get to the final round. But everyone is given twenty five thousand dollars cash in order to buy sabotages for your competitors. Like there's this one where I remember. Where if you buy this, no one is allowed to taste their food, mm. or someone can only use one burner, or they could only cook in the microwave, or mm. they could only cook out of like they have to make something only out of stuff made from like coming out of cans, like stuff like that. I think it's hilarious. Like even like last night there was a sabotage where they were making breakfast sandwiches, and someone had to wear a headband with an egg on top, and they had to balance the egg, and if they look down the egg breaks and they got to buy a new one for five hundred dollars. Ah, stipulations. Yeah. So, cutthroat kitchen. Give like it a that. watch. Pitsy, what do you got?
3: <laughs> uh, I recently watched uh, Fake Famous on HBO. It's this documentary kind of about picking these three people and trying to turn them into an Instagram influencer. And oh, yeah. it was just really cool to see like Didn't how fake Instagram. Oh yeah, it, it worked. <laughs> like some of the stats are mind blowing. There like there's. There's, like, more people with 10,000 followers on Instagram than less than 1,000 followers on Instagram. Wow. There's, like, 40 million accounts with a million followers. It just makes you, like, realize, like, I don't know how vast social media is and how fake it all
0: kind of is. It really t- like t- pulled the veil off. Well, rest assured, if you go on my Instagram, you can see that everyone's most likely real. <laughs> there are not that many there. But that's the, the thing. Like The
3: sites also promote fake followers too so like if you audit somebody with fake followers it says they're real what because you, the site wants people to have what are you trying to say followers and interactions <laughs> too so it's like wow it's kind of I don't know, it's kind of arguing like faking it till you make it which and I what's was that called again fake famous fake famous
0: yeah on hbo yeah like one. all right hour and a half documentary andy what about you any recommendations
2: you know fitzy knows it's coming <laughs> but we've been watching over at roscoe's a ton of the show called servant which recently came out executive producer m night shaman has made a little mystery thriller show exclusive to apple plus but i mean you know just do the free trial there's a season second season's out right now it's six episodes in but it's pretty crazy i don't want to give any spoilers but it's about you know rich family hiring a nanny and then things get crazy
0: We'll just say what happens from there on. And uh, Shlomo, any good promotions before we uh, head on uh, our separate ways? Yeah. You guys mentioned a few shows. I would like
1: to mention a game. All right. And this is an oldie but a goodie. I recommend Words with Friends. Mm. (laughs) Now, I got my Nana a cell phone for Christmas. That's nice. And she plays Solitaire, the card game, by herself all, all the time. Well, that's so i downloaded far. that but then i downloaded words with friends i'm like nana you know if you want to get smoked i challenged her to a game and she still hasn't really figured out how to play me back yet but uh since i hopped on i started just smoking people and challenging people talking shit learning new words which is the most incredible part and uh keeping my mind sharp and uh yeah man i've won some i've lost some i want to shout out james a couple times he's uh I'm saying he's got the better of me, but uh, wow. you know what I'm saying? We got two games going right now. I'm leading one of them. He's leading the other. So it's great. A lot of competition. My brother shot to Brian Bowe. Uh, I challenged him as well. And he chirped me probably harder than anyone's chirped me in the last 15 years. He goes, and I quote, you are going to get smoked like mids in the 2000s. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and I honestly... <laughs> I lost it. Like, I was driving my car and I had to pull over because I was laughing <laughs> I had so to pull hard. Over. I had tears in my eyes, dude. It was the greatest joke I'd heard in so long. And the worst part about it is he was dead serious. Yeah. Like, he absolutely has been smoking me. So, uh, shout out to Brian and uh, shout out to Words with Friends. It's a great way to, you know what I'm saying, keep your mind sharp, you know what I'm saying, learn some new words and uh, stay connected with your friends during the pandemic.
0: And anybody have anything to promote before we um, head on out? Fitzy, I know um, it's good to have you here, but I know you've got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah,
3: if you want to check out some uh, sketch comedy on YouTube, go to Baggy Pants Films. We're also on Instagram, Baggy Pants Films. It's a uh, it's a lot of fun, dumb. I don't know. It's <laughs> not dumb. It's it's dumb. It's it's okay. objectively dumb, but <laughs> it's enjoyable. I think. Check it out. All sorts of
0: random baggy pants niche. You can jokes. also check out the Mass Music Morning Show, which is on every mornings at ten and again at eleven. You can check out the Mass Music Radio store and uh, what do we got? Uh, what do we got in Shlomo? Do we got any? Uh, what's a good? What's a good word? Oh, in the shop, baby, we got t-shirts, hats, beanies,
1: tote bags, backpacks, hoodies, so much more. Check it out, massmusicradio.com dot com slash
0: shop. Uh, what else do you want to promote, uh, Shlomo? Because I know. Oh, what about uh, when one of our guest DJs come in usually? Saturdays we have different guests, DJs every
1: week. Uh, we have for the next seven weeks we're booked out. Uh, I'd like to promote this uh, new thing I just started. It's uh, my OnlyFans account. Oh, just for you go. freaks out there. No, I'm just I was gonna say uh, why I didn't
0: <laughs> know it got this bad. No,
1: no. Hey, just, you know any source of revenue is fine. But um, no, we have a Twitch stream up, which I you know I'm saying I want to get that going. We're, we're playing our DJ sets on there, so if you'd like to check it out. Get a glimpse of what the studio looks like and all that. And uh, our TikTok account has been popping. Shout out to James. And also our Twitter. Because on Twitter and Instagram, we've been doing a lot of giveaways on the I've morning noticed. show. I've noticed. So make sure you follow us there. And uh, you might win one of said items from the Mass Music Radio store. So check it out.
0: And of course, if you liked... This episode, you can listen to all the past episodes of MMR Talks. They're available for download wherever you find your favorite podcast. We are also live on Mass Music Radio on Tuesdays at 1 and again at 7 o'clock. And before we go, it's National Women's History Month of March. So shout out to Catherine Bigelow for being the first woman to win an Academy Award for directing for The Hurt Locker. Haven't seen it. But good for her. Big hello. Good job. That's right. And also, and I have a challenge for our listeners. If you like this show, get your friends to listen. Get two of them. And then they get two. And then we <laughs> rule the world. Oh, shit. <laughs> Andy, do you have anything to say before we leave?
2: Uh, well, you know me. Shout out Bravo Pizza.
0: <laughs> Big time. <laughs> and uh, again, if you like us here, you can follow us at Mass Music Radio on Instagram. And guys thank you so much for coming in. We talked about like a crap ton of movies. Maybe someday someone will compile the names of all the movies we talked about. And thank you for joining in and listening and we'll see you guys next time. Later. Jane, that's got the hook up.